0: to the Film Buds Podcast. This is episode number 42, and my name is Henry. Chloe. Oh, <laughs> and today, so we we think Brayden is coming, uh, or I, I'm, I'm hoping he is.
1: I'm here right now, actually.
0: <laughs> yeah, uh, but uh, we are joined by our good buddy, Cooper Murphy. Howdy. How's it <laughs> Um, And uh, so today we are going to be talking about quite a bit of uh, different things like Isle of Dogs, then we're going to be doing a retro review of Hayao Miyazaki's Spirited Away from 2001, and then we have some trailers and some mail, good bit of mail actually. Lots of news. Correct. The
2: celebrity news is my favorite part.
0: Yeah. Cool. But yeah, so thanks for joining us. My dog is uh, trying to get out of the- the worst start
3: of all time. (laughs) (laughs)
1: <laughs> um Brayden's side here, it falls yeah. apart. He's yeah. the glue that holds us together. It's
2: true, because Henry doesn't stop me from my tangents.
1: Yeah. It just becomes... Gotcha. Well, I'll try to play the role of Brayden.
2: Thank you so much. Until we
1: get to
0: Yeah, but Cooper, do you want to tell the listeners a little bit about yourself?
1: Yeah, I'm a six foot tall man. <laughs> uh, I have green eyes. Uh, I like long walks on the beach. Um, no, I work with Henry, and I work with Braden. Um, a little bit of a renaissance man, you might say. I, uh, That's how I put it. Yeah. I can uh, make some latte art, and I can also uh, serve... Yeah, sometimes, not all the time. We're not all perfect. Really. Yeah, I mess up a lot. We're not Rochette. Um, yeah, he's great. <laughs> but I can also serve popcorn. That's my expertise at the movie theater. But yeah, I work at the both places, and I hang out with both guys and Chloe here.
3: Hello,
1: and, <laughs> what's up, Clay? <Chloe? laughs> and I'm um, really happy to be here and talk about some movies. Yeah. So yeah.
0: yeah, thanks for making the drive and yeah, you know, doing all that stuff.
1: Yeah. But
0: maybe what are some of your favorite films? Maybe directors?
1: Um, I really like Fellini a lot. Um, my favorite film of all time is probably La Dolce Vita. Um, but I also like a lot of like older time films from that like neorealist period. So like Antonioni. Which I'll probably bring up in relation to Isle of Dogs in of some way. Mm-hmm. We'll, I'll find a way. Um, but I also like uh, another director I like a lot who I'll probably bring up also Michael Bay. Michael Bay, <laughs> um, uh, Transformers, Dark of the Moon. Is <laughs> the only 10 out of 10 in my mind. Yeah. Um, no, I, I really like uh, Yasujiro Ozu a lot. Um, and I think that Wes Anderson's got a lot of parallels to him. So I'll probably bring him up. Um, you just did, in fact. I just did. So that's Good number job. one trying to think of other like directors and movies and stuff like i don't know they'll come up yeah. but uh i focus recently i've been focusing a lot on just older classic films and stuff like that but i also keep up with newer stuff but i nice. mean not as much as everyone else here but i can i can hold my own yeah yeah so, yeah
0: <laughs> cool yeah we're glad well what's anything going on in your life these uh, days um
1: Not much, you know, I I am moving in July. I'm going out to L.A. uh, Not for entertainment purposes, (laughs) not going to Hollywood or anything. Well, I am going to Hollywood, but um, I'm going to law school out there. But uh, I am super excited because the art scene in California is so cool and L.A. in particular. Um, And we have a there's a barista that used to work with me and Henry. And she's out in L.A. now, and she just texts me all the time seeing all these classic films in theater. That's cool. Oh, um, yeah, Paige. Yeah. Um, like she saw, I really like um Wai Wong, Chinese director, and she like, you know, saw a couple of his movies a few weeks ago and stuff like that. So they're showing stuff like that all the time, which we have a couple of theaters like that in uh, North Carolina where we can see classic films, but it's not the same level as out there. So super excited about that. Um, but in the meantime, hanging out, watching movies, <laughs> playing video games, playing a lot of
0: video
3: games.
1: <laughs> big gamer, yeah, big gamer. Uh, yeah. I'm the gamer of the bunch. So, yeah, um, yeah n- not much, but yeah, pouring coffee, hanging out, with Henry, coffee shop, that's how we do it, <laughs> shooting the shit, you know, <laughs> yeah, you know how it is. So, yeah. yeah,
0: cool. Well, Chloe, anything going on with you?
2: No. <laughs> cool.
1: Yeah, <laughs> right on. I don't think
0: so.
1: Yeah. So
2: I showed you Timothy Chalamet, kid. And was I right? Oh yeah. Yes, spinning image.
1: Someone that looks just like him. Yeah. Is that my uh, camp? Chow
2: May. Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah. yeah. Himself. Yeah. <laughs> I like that movie a lot, though. Probably more than Henry. I don't call, know if you what, liked that movie. Call me. Call me by your name. Oh, she. I
2: don't think you liked it more than me. No. Oh, She's she a big fan. That's sorry. right. She's like. The book was better, but it's okay.
1: Yeah. That was my classic one. That was definitely one of my favorites of last year. Uh
2: it's better each time you watch. Or it might just be I've because... I've it once, but... Fair enough. But at
0: first...
1: that's I, I feel like it would be.
2: The first time, because I think it might have also been because I was comparing <clears throat> it more to the book, but as I distanced
1: from that. Yeah. I can't wait to watch it again. And improved. Um, but I, I think I originally ranked that as like my third favorite movie of last year, but I think it's gone up to number two, maybe number one.
2: Wow. <sighs> Gotta give
1: it that second watch, though. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. The,
2: the score's a lot. Well, for me, I didn't like the score the first time, and I appreciated it after that.
1: Yeah, I'm kind of with you on that. I'm not crazy about... um God, I'm forgetting his name. the Come on, Phil, the Illinois dude. Garth? No. What, what's the guy that does the, the... What is his name? I don't know. I you overestimate that. Right. No, take the time. Nate. Let's...
3: No, I'll, <laughs> think, <laughs> I'll about it. think about it.
1: Um, Jesus Christ, I'm looking it up right now. Keep yeah. talking, keep talking. All right,
0: well, you know, right, well, still far as we know yeah brayden is coming is is on the way and hopefully he'll <laughs> maybe be here by the time we start the review for isle of dogs which i guess is now
1: the name is sufjan <laughs> stevens he did, oh. couple, yeah, he did a couple yeah i whole, no, he did a couple songs but i no he didn't do the
2: whole score no he
1: did a couple songs yeah. like the ed scene and he, and Wild, uh,
2: he did mystery of love and visions of gideon
1: yeah and he, yeah. he performed at the oscars yeah and people ones. loved
2: yeah. it and i thought it was no offense Not my cup of tea. People were, like, upset. I preferred Gail Garcia Bernal, obviously.
1: He's a hunk, man. Yeah. (laughs) Jeez. And you too, Mama Tambien? (laughs) I was watching that with my girlfriend. I'm like, this is, like, the most handsome man ever. She's like, no, he's not. I'm like, come on, chill.
2: I happen to agree. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. There we go. Bonding.
1: Brayden.
0: Oh, so he is now on his way from Timberline, (laughs) which is about ten minutes. Okay. So Brayden, more than likely, will be here... Yeah. Mid Isle of Dogs review. I'm guessing. We'll be coming so, in hot. Too. Yeah, coming, coming in hot. Coming <laughs> in hot. As, as, as you all know. So, I guess unless there's anything else, we can jump into our review of Isle of Dogs. Is that cool.
1: I'm ready to rock, man.
0: You good, Chloe?
2: Yeah.
4: All
0: right. <laughs> so uh, let's do that. And we have a clip. So take a listen.
4: Okay, I got a question. It's your favorite food
1: a double portion of doggy chop from the can mixed into a bowl of broken puppy snaps with a vitamin crushed up into it
4: King's the spokes dog for that. He's the doggy chop dog. Yeah used to be. Was that your daily meal?
1: Not always my master was a school teacher. We weren't rich, you know. You
4: a center-cut Kobe ribeye seared on the bone with salt and pepper Wow, it was my birthday supper every year mine's hot sausage Yakitori style the snack vendor always saved me one on game days hmm. Duke uh, green tea ice cream. My master had a sweet tooth I probably inherited from her. <coughs> you heard the rumor, right, about doggy chop? Oh, Remind us
3: again. What rumor?
4: Ah, oh, they folded. Ooh. Oh, no. Mm-hmm. Doggy? Doggy chop folded? How about you, Chief? What was your favorite food? Me? Oh, I don't care. Garbage, trash, scraps of rubbish. I'm used to leftovers.
3: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Of course,
4: I wasn't always astray. Wait, what'd you say? I said, of course, I wasn't always.
3: R- really? really, talk awesome. about that.
0: All right, so, oops, all right. So Isle of Dogs is directed by Wes Anderson, and I guess written by as well. Stars Brian Cranston, Edward Norton, Bob Balaban, Bill Murray, Jeff Goldblum, Scarlett Johansson, Greta Gerwig, Francis
1: McDormand, Harvey Keitel,
2: Angelica Houston gets a credit as a mute dog.
1: Oh, Yoko Ono's in there too. Yoko Ono is. Yoko she's Ono, that crying scientist. Yeah. And so the His name I
2: think is Yoko.
1: Yeah. Yeah. yeah even really... <laughs> right. There you go. It's like Wes Anderson can't think of any other Japanese name. Like, oh, she's Yoko.
0: <laughs> Classic Wes. Wes. So <laughs> the plot synopsis is set in Japan. Isla Dogs follows a boy's odyssey in search of his lost dog. So. Perfect. <laughs> Cooper, do you
1: want to uh, start us off? You're the guest. Okay. Do you just want me to give my opinions? You want me to give a little bit of a synopsis? you do whatever
0: is in your heart, man. Okay.
1: <laughs> um, so first of all, I would like to clarify something. I listened to a little bit of the last podcast, and people predicted that I was a massive Wes Anderson you fan. Keep
2: saying that. Nobody said that. <laughs> no, you can go back. I think that brain Braden.
1: Yeah, I think it might have been Braden. Doesn't really matter. But <laughs> point being, I hate him. No, I don't hate him. There's a lot of Wes Anderson films that I really like. Royal Tenenbaums in particular is a really special film for me. It's one of my dad's favorite films so we've watched it a lot together. My cousin's in that. Your cousin's in Mm -hmm. that. Does he play Ben Stiller?
2: No. Okay.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Um, But I I still think that's probably his strongest film in my opinion. You like Mr. Fox, right? I do like Mr. Fox a lot. Um, (laughs) That's a really good one. But I think that um, Royal Tenenbaums definitely balances like comedy and lightheartedness, but it's also pretty pretty serious and it's not it it feels like it's really meshed well together and it it, um pulls it off i think better than a lot of his other films Mm -hmm. um but anyway so coming into this i wasn't a big fan of grand budapest hotel i kind of felt like i was talking um to henry about this the other day but i kind of felt like that was almost a parody of his style (laughs) like it was just so wes anderson like every shot
0: like it gets to the point of him like being so confident in his style that it's just like
1: he can't help but yeah and like power to him he has established this style that you can basically see any still from the movie and know from any of his movies and know this is the wes anderson film so that's really cool that he's done that but i mean he's put out so many films and for the the style to really not change all that much it starts to feel really iterative and kind of for me personally it kind of felt like he was in a rut a little bit I mean critically all his films are you know reviewed really highly and stuff like that so not everyone agrees but I was kind of getting burnt out on his stuff and I was hoping that this would kind of I would find my love for Wes Anderson again through this movie and I didn't I didn't um I still think i like fantastic mr fox better in terms of his animated stuff but um i thought that this movie kind of helped him find what made his movies great but at the same time like he just didn't change it up quite enough for me to like want to like say i love the movie right um but i was definitely really excited about this one because i mean he has only done one other animated film with fantastic mr fox so i felt like because he's only done one other animated film like it wouldn't feel as iterative um and this did feel really different than fantastic mr fox like, oh, yeah i i would say that you could take any kid to see fantastic mr fox and they can appreciate it as like a kid's movie but like this movie it's pretty pretty grim it's dark yeah i mean there's a kidney transplant yeah <laughs> I mean,
2: pretty... which someone in our theater thought was hilarious oh
1: yeah we'll we'll get <laughs> oh, into a minute yeah. i have a lot to say about chelsea patrons <laughs> yeah in a minute we'll get into the
0: guy who we had to sit with Got or yeah. sit sit, with. sit near, <laughs> yeah,
1: yeah. Um, but there's, I really liked um, the color palette of the movie. Um, it was like I really like the black, yeah. white, and red. I thought that worked really well. Yeah. Um, and I I liked the tone. Like I thought that going in, I thought that it was going to be a little more lighthearted, but I liked that you know it kind of went all out with like it being a little grittier and stuff like that. Yeah. Um, but. I'll stop talking here in a second. I feel like I've been going for a while. No, that's but... okay. You're that's... much
2: better than I. <laughs> that's,
3: that's how we do it. So it's
1: um, but there's certain scenes that I just felt like, okay, in particular, there's a scene in the movie um, with one of the dogs talking to a love interest, another dog, and it does this classic Wes Anderson-like interaction between two potential love interests, where it just yes. feels like they, they have that stilted dialogue. The monotone. The monotone. And I felt like that was... You mean the one where he's he's drinking from the, the the nasty toxic water and, and she's on out. top of the, the right um, and i felt like that was when i was watching like okay he's still wes anderson this is still <laughs> a wes anderson movie he's still kind of never
2: dangerous. talk to a girl yeah
1: yeah poor poor, poor, poor guy
2: he's yeah. fine i'm i don't feel too bad <laughs>
1: but um yeah and that was just kind of a reminder like he's still doing his thing and it's and it's fine but um i don't know i i think i need to sit on the movie more watch it again Um, but I mean it's it's a it's a a fine movie. It is really good. Um, but some if if you are a a lapsed Wes Anderson fan, I wouldn't say that this will be the one to bring you back to to... convert you. Yeah, yeah. Anyway,
0: yeah. Well, cool. I
2: don't want to go next.
0: (laughs) No, I'll go. I'll go. So yeah, well, I'm a for the most part a pretty big Wes Anderson fan. Um, I love. I mean, Fantastic Mr. Fox is one of my favorite movies, and I also really like Royal Ten Bombs and. Moonrise Kingdom and pretty much all of them, uh, but and I completely understand the argument of it looks like like another Wes Anderson movie, and mm-hmm. so if you don't like it because of that, that's fine. Ooh, letterbox email, uh, but I mean, I I really also I was excited about the movie just because I'm I've lived with dogs all my life and I'm a oh, huge yeah. dog person. I
1: love dogs too, and
0: anything kind of like this, I'm totally in for. Um, but I, I really like the movie overall. It's definitely pretty serious, like we had mentioned. And it's, it's. I'd say that my few issues with it is it almost was oversensitizing, at times. Like it's, I feel like at times there's so much information and different and cuts yeah. between. I agree. Uh, Different like non-linear storytelling at times. That was a little much, a little mm. jarring, but for the most part, love the animation. It's like yeah. just beautifully told or beautifully done. I love Wes Anderson's writing voice. Like I, I am a huge fan of the kind of dark, um, deadpan humor. I love all of that stuff for the most part. And, but yeah, I mean, I overall, I really liked it. The score is awesome. Oh yeah. By Alexander Desplat is great. Voice per- performances of course are all good. And again, like that's, I'm just repeating like what you'd say about every Wes Anderson movie, but I mean, if you like it, you like it. Yeah, you know? yeah, exactly. You know, and so it's for me that was enough. But yeah, definitely one of the more enjoyable and more inspired movies I've seen recently. Even though it's would maybe still be in the the middle of the pack, probably right now of his... pun
2: intended. Yes,
0: correct. Woof. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah. Okay. Oh now Also, one thing I will kind of say about the movie is it's probably his most timely in terms of some of the themes and ideas that's bringing up about deportation and the groups of people being literally treated like they're nothing.
1: Livestock or something. Yeah, yeah,
0: which is, of course, happening right now, kind of. But
2: That's what I was going to say that I did this week. It's fine. We'll get to
1: it. (laughs) (laughs) Can I say something about the, um, the score really quick? Yeah um yeah you can jump in whenever man i don't know this is the
2: least we've ever interrupted i just did to you but (laughs) we're being polite because you're here um
1: one thing that i really like about wes Anderson is he you can tell that he's someone that like loves film and he definitely like knows classic film and stuff like that and i like how he puts in little homages to classic films and stuff like that and one thing that i noticed when i was watching it there's a scene in the movie it's not even like really like a big scene or anything like that, but he inserts the score or the main theme from uh, Kurosawa's Seven Samurai. Yeah, I know that. I was, as well. Oh my god, that is so cool. Yeah, um, There's I thought a that lot was, of
2: Kurosawa in this. Movie.
1: Yeah, and it did feel yeah parts. I wish it almost felt more like Kurosawa-y. but um, I don't. But yeah, I really thought that was like really cool. I was like, oh my god, that's that's yeah, a really nifty little move he did there.
0: Yeah, <laughs> yeah uh, and I, I do like his some of his direction in this in terms of like the shots like when they're, it's showing the boy and the dog uh, chief traveling, mm-hmm. or I guess it's maybe the group of them, and they're like these overhead shots oh, of them yeah. going
1: yeah. and some of these... It's um, in the trailer. I, I yeah, mean, That's a great shot. Uh,
0: and I loved all of that stuff, and I definitely preferred the dog stuff um, or dog's journey as opposed to some of the more political ones, but yeah. it's not like I was bored during that stuff, but I just wish there had been more
1: of a... I agree. That was. I'd say that that is my probably my biggest complaint. Of the movie is. I wish they focused more on the dogs. I wish that it was because it felt like they were pretty even split between the political type of. I don't know. I don't want to say espionage, but like the political stuff that was going on with the the governor or mayor. Was he mayor? Or governor? I don't know. Whatever. Um, Doesn't matter. Oops. And and then the dogs. And I just like wanted to see more of the dogs because I felt like by the end of the movie you really didn't. Know the individual dogs all that well. Like I thought that it was going to be. Hate to bring up Seven Samurai again, but I thought it was going to be more like Seven Samurai, where it's like you got to know each of them. Yeah, and And then all the dogs didn't really feel like they had like a distinct personality amongst each other.
2: I think part of that was that they were were relying on the personalities of the actors. Like that was like Jeff Goldblum was Jeff Goldblum and Bill Murray was Bill Murray. (laughs) So I think they were assuming that you
0: were. Yeah, I mean, because in Fantastic Mr. Fox, there's a lot more. I guess it's I mean it's a little bit smaller, but there's a lot more character development really you know but anyways well chloe what do you think well
2: (laughs) it was okay (laughs) it was good i obviously i don't think i have the overall appreciate well no i appreciate him i just am not as into wes anderson doesn't
0: doesn't appeal to you as much
2: as everyone else in the room i really like his aesthetic but i don't think that's quite enough like his storytelling is just not my favorite i think if he maybe like tried to write with some people who weren't at his house like every day like Jason Schwartzman then it might be better because it gets more variety but it was good I liked the student like the obviously I like the girl but like the student little protesting mission yeah
0: I I, I like that too yeah I
2: thought it all tied in fairly well I I thought it was the pacing was a little weird for me which might have been because they handled the different kind of sections very much sectionally yeah but um, yeah. As usual, the third act felt really long.
0: The third act, um, yeah, it was kind of like Ready Player One. It was just you're kind of waiting for it to wrap up. Yeah, so I'll agree with that.
2: Brian Cranston killed it.
0: <laughs> oh, he's, he's very good. Yeah.
1: Who did the um? Was it Credit Girl that did the voice of the, oh, the student? Yeah. yeah. I thought she was the weakest voice actor of the bunch. Hmm. I, I I was not convinced by. It. Like, I didn't mind her. Yeah. I mean,
0: but, I mean, I I wouldn't say there's anything I loved about it. I yeah.
1: Just. I just don't think I like that character. I was about to much. say, I think
2: it had to do with the writing of the character. Yeah.
1: Like, I, this is such a Wes Anderson thing. Like, she's, like, plotting out everything and, like, yeah. she's, like, doing all this research on the little pile. And she's, like, I think I have a crush on him. Like, yeah. bubble pops. Like, okay, come yeah, on. That, God, that's that,
0: a little too. That felt a little forced.
1: Like, why do you have to, like...
2: I liked that. Sorry.
0: Know,
2: <laughs> <not> <laughs> yeah, that happens.
0: Oh, I agree. But it, it just feels kind of, in Wes, looking back at Wes Anderson's movies, that just feels like. Gotta put that well, that's why
2: I'm saying. I think if he tried writing with some other people
0: who yeah. had yeah. other
2: perspectives, and, and it's
0: I, one of the, I think the funniest lines that I think probably Chloe would agree with is the uh, dog who says, "I love gossip." Oh yeah, like I, I just
2: Henry turned thing. to me and said, "That's you." I,
0: I, just, I, I just pick up things from all these different places. What can I say? I love gossip. I love gossip. I love yeah. gossip. Jeff um, Goldblum. Yeah. Oh, but yeah, <laughs> we should. But we should get into. We had this guy in our theater. Now, the theater was pretty much all older people. It's just a bunch of white heads really. Yeah.
1: Well, that's Chelsea
0: for you. Yeah. So but there's this guy.
2: He was loving life, uh,
0: Henry. A few rows in front of us. Yeah. More (laughs) somewhere else. (laughs) Nothing (laughs) nothing personally against the men, but he was literally (laughs) laughing hysterically at every single thing. Even if it wasn't even an attempt at comedy. Like
2: the kidney transplant. Like
0: the guy was, yeah, there's the kidney transplant and he was like Bursting out laughing, it's like, <laughs> you know, and then like when the the plane the boy is trying to get back home and he launched goes uh, in the plane, just as it was starting, he started bursting out laughing. Like right. I was just like, dude, you're killing yeah. everything. But yeah. I'm I'm glad he had a good time. So. Um, maybe yeah. like
2: a really sincere stop motion. Uh,
0: Appreciate well maybe it's like the biggest wasn't. Okay, characters boo. yeah <laughs> like it was just it was, yeah. a, it was a little much at times but i'm glad
1: he enjoyed it so. um yeah we definitely have an audience issue at the theater that me Bray and Brayden worked at a little bit um <laughs> we have uh i don't know i'm not mean to sound down on it but we have a lot of older people that come to our theater because it is yeah. a small uh, theater cooper hates room. old
2: people we've oh, been yeah. over this before. It's,
0: it's right next to carol woods the
1: retirement <laughs> home. retirement home yeah and like you're uh, very nice to them and a lot yeah. I'm I am very nice though yeah. Yes,
2: I know. Uh, I just I just said that. <laughs> I don't
1: know if you're being facetious now But
2: I'm you always think I'm being facetious when I'm not. Yeah, I'm a nice person. It's, it's just, just my voice.
1: Person. But I remember when I saw Phantom Thread, um, which is not a comedy. There are nah. bits there are bits in yeah, there I mean, that are played humor, up.
0: It's much more serious.
1: Um,
2: I laughed out of nervous like yeah. I like funeral laughs.
1: Yeah. Um, I mean,
0: it's, yeah, it's a pretty unsettling yeah. movie. Least, yeah, so.
1: but I saw it with a packed house. Uh, average age was probably 99. I, I uh, did too, yeah. And, <laughs> Wait, no, we saw we, oh, we did see it together, we yeah. We saw the
0: same screening, yeah.
1: And it was like the crowd was watching an episode of The Honeymooners or something. We like, <laughs> like there, there's a pivotal scene in the movie. Not that The it's Honeymooners right. is funny, but it's funny in the same, um, quote unquote, funny in the same way that Phantom Thread is funny, which is just a man yelling at his wife. It's the whole true. Time. Sorry if I'm a little too That's no, to okay. Me. But it's like, there's a pivotal scene in the movie where I mean he's really yelling at his wife over she's trying to do a nice deed for him she cooks him dinner no
2: that was not a nice deed Cooper
1: no no she's trying to you no know, this is before the, the
2: poisoning no I got it
1: anyway she's trying to cook him dinner and all this stuff and he just like blows up on her and it's like really kind of like ah oh, this is a hard scene to watch and people were cracking up like Kramer just bursts in the room or something like, <laughs>
2: I'm like oh my god your references are everything yeah
1: <laughs> Um, but I was just like, Jesus, that was I think brutal it, I watch. think
2: it might have, re- people, especially in that demographic, might relate too much
1: yeah, to having
2: someone cook a resentful dinner for you. I guess. And then just yelling at each other. But, I don't
1: know. Classic like, baby boom mentality. Those baby boom <laughs> right mentality. Um, one, one last Chelsea um, audience story. The the movie The Square came out a couple months ago. I don't know. Do you guys talk about that on the podcast? No. Nah. Um, well, it's... There are some comedic parts to it. Well, actually, this woman wasn't laughing, but um, there's a scene <laughs> in the movie, better. There's it's a performance art piece where this man emulates the actions of, like, a gorilla, and he acts yeah. like he's a gorilla. Yeah, it's in the trailer, yeah. It's yeah. in the trailer, Um, which, best scene in the movie, it's really good, but this woman had been talking throughout the whole movie, but during this scene, just, for the whole duration of, like, the <laughs> ten minute scene was just going, oh my
3: god, <laughs> oh my god,
1: and then, like, she would stop for a second go, wow. <laughs> wow. just, we like, I, was, I was there with my friend and we were just looking at you like what the fuck is this so weird
2: maybe she was part of the movie isn't it about like maybe modern that, art
1: maybe that was if the she goes around art to, piece and she goes yeah. to every screening she's seen the movie a hundred thousand times mm-hmm. Yeah, she was, was like the Isle of Dogs guy yeah just, you know. exactly they're, yeah. they're planted in these little yeah. independent <laughs> oh my god <laughs> I was like, Ugh. But, it's
0: like the federal agents on planes you know, yeah <laughs> yeah uh, oh but, but yeah, that's why we love the theater. You know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a little really? eccentricities, you know. Uh, so. But I'm trying to think of. But yeah, I mean, of course, like the animation is just so like detailed. I, that's why I love is and stop motion. I'm a huge fan of that. Yeah, and it, it's just
1: so me ma- meticulous. Yeah, you know, and it's.
2: It felt really like like it was in a shoebox to me, though. Does that make sense? Yeah,
1: like it was like a diorama or something like.
2: that Well, no like. Well, fair enough, but like I mean, like. Contained, like super it didn't feel like the whole world to me at all. It felt like
1: very Which Yeah, that's fair. We're gonna talk about Spirit Away, where I think Spirit Away feels much more more broad and vast. Yeah. Where this felt really contained and I don't want to say minimalist because there's so much happening on screen. Right. But it definitely feels like you're looking at this this little
3: Yeah.
1: You're looking in a shoebox basically. Um and it yeah, it literally looks great. There's one scene in particular that um do you guys like spoil stuff? about the movie. Or... Brandon does,
2: and Brandon, that's you today. Well, I mean, so...
0: like, as long as it's not like a
1: huge A oh, huge plot. Like... okay. Um, yeah, this isn't a huge plot, but there's a scene where someone is preparing food. Um, the...
0: That did oh, the, oh, the sushi scene? Yeah. Oh, that's like, that's amazing. Someone's
1: preparing I like, like a bento scene. box full of food. Yeah, it's awesome. it's just this guy like literally cutting up fish and turning it into sushi and other stuff for like a lunch. I think and... the guy was laughing at that too.
3: Yeah. <laughs> like, oh, look how it cuts that fish.
1: That's a knee slapper. Yeah. Um.
2: Have you guys seen that little, that little, it's like a big thing online. It's like people preparing preparing teeny food.
1: I think that This maybe
2: is it. what I contribute to the podcast. Teeny, have you, teeny food? It's like super popular. I may have. There's like I, millions I of seen, videos no, of no,
0: it. I
3: have seen
1: this. I'm, I'm sure And I have, they put
2: yeah. a little tea light candle in the little oven. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Definitely an inspiration. Yeah.
0: Yeah.
1: yeah. <laughs> so, uh, but, um, yeah, that scene is so cool and so well animated. Yeah, Um, I, yeah stop animation is just... I feel like I could watch anything in stop animation. Yeah.
2: I love some Gumby. Yeah. Oh, Gumby's God. the best. Yeah, yeah, Pokey. He's a good
1: horse.
2: <laughs> he is a good horse. I had yeah. a little wooden horse named Pokey when I was really? small. I wish yeah. they
1: incorporated Pokey into this movie. That's yeah, been dope. Bad.
2: Every yeah. movie. Yeah.
1: Yeah. He should
0: have been in Ready Player One, you know.
2: That's fair enough. Yeah, yeah. yeah. he
0: could have been in there. Yeah. You know. Oh, I, I even though of course I didn't really understand most of what he was saying, I thought the Japanese actor who played the boy was great. Oh yeah, just in terms of him emoting yeah. like <laughs>
1: through a language that the majority of people he are looks not a lot like the to... character. Oh, does I he? I think
2: it was
0: modeled after. Oh um,
1: really? yeah, I mean, yeah. Yeah, well, it, um, if the or the people listening don't know, all of the Japanese characters in the movies don't have subtitles. Yeah, like, which is which is a, a cool touch. Yeah, and yeah. it's not like there's just a couple lines of Japanese dialogue. There is scenes with people speaking yeah. japanese with one another and you can pick up what's happening with context clues and stuff like that but
2: which i think is very n- nice to include yeah yeah in and that was not very eloquent but you know what i mean yeah yeah, yeah.
1: um well that and that speaks leaks about the animation to the movie, that, yeah exactly that you can understand and follow the story in a most different yeah different the, yeah methods. exactly and i think that if you're bilingual and you can speak japanese and english there's so much cool stuff you could probably pick up because you know I'd say that maybe a fifth of the movie or fifth of the lines delivered are probably in Japanese. Yeah. yeah. So I mean that's that's quite a bit so it would be really cool to talk to someone that knows Japanese and, and could, you know, reveal a little bit more about it. But. I
2: can bring some kids from at, from, from my after school. Yeah, you guys you want go. to see this really dark movie with me down the street?
0: Yeah.
2: <laughs> and then tell me what happens all yeah. throughout?
0: Yeah, but it is, it is is PG-13 definitely for a good reason. It's, it's only just... the
2: second PG-13 movie of the year, apparently. What?
0: No way. Yeah. No. I can no name. Way.
2: That's what it said in the article. Maybe it was an animated movie.
0: Well, it also, it did premiere at a festival. So that. <laughs> yeah, maybe, maybe
1: that because yeah.
2: Technically. Mm-hmm.
1: <laughs> but oh well. Um, I can't remember what I was about to say. Rats.
2: That's my goal. <laughs> Rats in life. Rats. Yeah.
0: But yeah, uh, and I really like the relationship between the boy and the dog. I thought that developed really well, and you really, at least I really cared about that whole journey and that arc. Yeah. Um. So that was definitely my favorite part of the.
1: Yeah. Character. Um. Aspect of it one thing though if you if you like cats and you're a cat person uh, don't, yeah don't,
2: i was offended yeah, don't
1: see this movie <laughs> they really shit on cats i was offended to my core
2: <laughs> no not cats cat people cat people even worse well or oh, better yeah. if you really like cats i guess you're a few little zingers take the bowl, but <laughs> yeah yeah i know I, the whole time i was watching this is really rude <laughs> um
1: we have not a ploy that works at the movie theater that loves cat sam he loves cats but doesn't like dogs and he's like i don't oh, really? see, i'm not excited for that movie at all i don't want to see that movie at all
2: well it's like him in general anyway yeah like,
1: <laughs> i bet it's because they don't like cats in that movie but i don't know um
2: we do have more cats than folk in my household but i still liked it i yeah. also do like dogs though
1: yeah. yeah if you love one you gotta love both that's how i do it you know me too your dog's super cute. <laughs> um, yeah, I do have a very cute dog. I wanted to, like, sneak him into the movie with me so he could watch. But you
2: probably could, He'd right? love
1: it. I know he'd love it. Uh, it's such <laughs> yeah. his type of movie. Um, one thing that I was thinking about is, have you guys noticed, neg- like, like, severe negativity around Wes Anderson because of, like, oh, well, his cult following that he's amassed? I feel like so many people immediately just are like no i don't like wes anderson because like all these like it's he's become like, like a fanboy thing yeah yeah i just know so many people because i just brought sam because i know he doesn't want to see it because he's like <laughs> uh, i don't like wes anderson because i i think it's because he's amassed this huge cult following i don't even want right. to say cult following because he's pretty you know pretty, pretty right, popular yeah. but i don't know have you guys noticed that
0: i mean i i i know charlie who works with us is not a fan right i think I think,
1: curious. In this, I think he wants to see this movie. Though. Yeah, I,
0: th- I think it's... But I think for the most part, he kind of...
1: Which is a
2: healthy kind of disdain. He yeah. should still be open to things. Yeah.
0: yeah. But I think for the most part, he's someone who kind of... Which isn't just... I think just that's just not his type of film, which is fine.
1: Yeah.
0: But, yeah. I mean, I, I, I guess. But I, I don't think I run into that that much. But to me, it's just... There are going to be filmmakers out there, especially ones that have a distinct style that... Like like Lars von Schreer or... yeah. I don't know who else, but yeah. Harmony
2: Corinne. Like Harmony Corinne like, like, I like, yeah. yeah. want to definitely,
0: just completely write off whatever he does. Yeah. For whatever reason. Uh, yeah.
2: Because I can't afford more therapy for my nightmares is why. Yeah, you should,
1: don't, don't <laughs> ever watch your
2: uh, Harmony Corinne movie, Chloe. No, no. I'm yeah. a delicate flower. Yeah. <laughs>
1: well, I've only seen bits of Gummo and he, I don't think he likes cats very much. No. From the bits that I've seen. Not, not much of anything. <laughs> yeah. Um, a little bit of a nihilist. But, yeah. Um, but nothing though I wanted to bring up is, do you guys feel that? I think we talked about it a little bit where, and we brought it up earlier how like any still from Wes Anderson movie you can watch and like, or you can see yeah. and be like, this is a Wes Anderson movie. Yeah. Do you guys feel that like, that's like a good thing, or do you feel like that that's like too limiting for him? Because I, I mean, I feel like there are certain filmmakers like
0: even someone like David Fincher who I love. Yeah. Who I think, at times or a certain point in their career, are getting like. Too comfortable and too confident yeah. Yeah. with their own style, and so they like
2: dump themselves.
0: They they like it's to their own detriment, pretty yeah. much. Where they like, especially in Grand Bud- Budapest Hotel, where like everything is so symmetrical, everything is so colorful. Yeah, that, I live
2: for it. Yeah, it's like all, a Kate Spade catalog, and I'm all yeah, about
0: yeah, it. Yeah, <laughs> yeah I, mean, I, I I like Grand Budapest Hotel, but just as, as an example, every character is so Wes Anderson. Yeah. And, that it's like jesus like dude like well, i want sure, to see him you know, he, he just want something a little bit different sometimes yeah yeah and so even like david fencher with gone girl and like social network he's becoming so particular oh oh here's Brain. all right so we're back sorry uh we had uh brain brain is here he made it you're welcome yes yeah, so, yes yeah, <laughs> so thank you brain i know everything's going wrong these days but i appreciate
4: you yeah it started last night too because i went to i went to my favorite bottle shop and you know uh this whole transition the only way i'm getting through it is painkillers and beer <laughs> uh so i went to my favorite bottle shop and picked up some nice stuff last night and getting out of my car one of the damn things they're 16 ounce tall boy in can and one of the damn things fell off the the plastic ring tabs and busted on the pavement so
2: uh, at least it wasn't your car
4: that happened to me uh... i would rather have had the beer than my car <laughs>
3: oh <laughs> i
4: you know if i wrapped my car around a tree at least my beer would have been fine <laughs> so Fair enough. um but yeah so that was frustrating and then all sorts of other issues today with crap which i won't go into but i'll just say i need more painkillers in beer. <laughs> yeah
1: that's
2: the name of Brayden's spinoff podcast. Yeah,
1: <laughs> painkillers and beer. I had this many Vicodin this morning. Yeah.
2: I uh, got left in an MRI machine this morning. Really?
4: That so. sounds like my
1: nightmare. Yeah.
4: That's so. a little claustrophobic.
2: Not ideal. Yeah. Yeah.
4: Yeah,
0: well...
2: I just went to sleep. I, like, narcolepty. it. I just said, bye. <laughs>
0: <laughs> bye. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, so, Braden, uh, we we were talking about Wes Anderson's style getting maybe two... And becoming too confident in that, but well, first off, tell us tell us what you thought of uh, Isla Dogs.
4: I really enjoyed it. Um, I really, really enjoyed it. I mean, it's it's very rare that you see films with this sort of level of whimsy anymore. Yeah. Um, everybody takes themselves too seriously And films that could have a sense of whimsy. Films that could be really, really fun. Uh, I think are those like Ready Player One, for instance, mm-hmm. right? There could be some whimsy in it, but it's just so sort of serious, like ooh, adventure and excitement and virtual reality battles, right? And the Transformers. There's no Michael Bay, whimsy. Not there. Yeah. Right? Oh,
0: there's there's whimsy, it's just not good whimsy. Well, it's yeah, it's
4: just stupid whimsy. It's it's like borderline racially insensitive type. Oh, it's the best kind. Yeah. Um so, I mean, there's a lot of films out there that, that, that could be imbued with a sense of whimsy, but very few of them have sort of the the lighthearted fun that some of these Wes Anderson films do. Yeah. I mean, not all, not all of his films, obviously, but Fantastic Mr. Fox, uh, this one, obviously, and even his more serious films, every now and again you get little 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 bits, uh, little nuggets of... Um, Wit. Wit. Wit, cleverness, and and you know a little a little bit of whimsy. Um, I'm thinking, you know, the 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 shots with the fish at, towards the end of Life Aquatic with Steve Zissou.
2: Love that movie. Yeah, yeah, the I do him too. For Halloween. <laughs> or
4: critics were were kind of ah, I, know. I know, you know it's so like everyone's I,
2: least
0: favorite. Well, well, I think it's because it, it's so kind of like it's so kind of a little unfocused or low kind, of not nearly as structured as the majority of his film. I think even at that point something like royal tenenbaums was a lot more kind of west anderson style and then mm-hmm. this seemed to be like in terms of even like camera work everything was little all over the place mm-hmm.
4: a little uh kind of, yeah and it,
2: fresh henry
3: <laughs> oh, I well see it's funny that you I say that i don't know if it's overly fresh
4: but well it's funny that you say that but then you're having a debate about wes anderson's aesthetic his sense of his sensibility being a little too overbearing or or, or overdone or, yeah. or rot at
0: this point yeah and so i mean there are i think grand budapest hotel is too much wes anderson yeah. and for me the I word
2: is extra
0: is too extra <laughs> <laughs> uh and then um i mean i i really like uh zisu a lot so I'm not, don't get me wrong but mm-hmm. it's just it, that's almost too little of what I like about Wes Anderson, and at well, times I mean, he just plays as a kind of goofy adventure, which is fine—like nothing wrong with that. But in terms of, I think even just critics, how they viewed it, because that also did that come before or after Darjeeling?
1: After- be- it was before Ooh. I thought Darjeeling. Okay. That okay. also is one of his movies that critically. Yeah, so I feel like there's just that. like a
0: a part of his career where people were starting to give up
2: the part I liked (laughs)
0: Um, and then well I mean yeah I I actually really liked Darjeeling Um, and then kind of Fantastic Mr. Fox on is Wes Anderson being Wes Anderson
1: really Um, you you know so well with Darjeeling Limited and Life Aquatic I can't even remember like the plots of those movies but you just remember the characters I just feel like he just makes these characters and just puts them in scenarios and stuff like that because like
0: Grand Budapest Hotel has so much plot and so many characters that it's like G- like jesus we man. Can...
4: well that's the problem with his films everybody everybody just apparently loves working for him yeah yeah so he gets these huge ensemble casts because even if you know uh grand budapest bill murray was in it for what a minute yeah, yeah. He was
1: like in the in the car he's like but hey, what's up everybody
4: just loves <laughs> <Almost> working <said. laughs> with him they love collaborating uh, on his films and and working with all the other actors because he seems to attract so much good stuff so people are like 30 seconds I show up and I say a line and then I, I walk off the set absolutely I will be on a plane tomorrow. Yeah. I'll be out, you know. But I mean
2: they just want a brunch.
4: Yeah. I'd do it for brunch.
1: Yeah. I wouldn't too. Yeah, why not? Yeah. But then like I even felt like Isla Dogs it was it had too much plot. (laughs) Like I just felt like they they, Yeah, like I just felt like I feel like for what it was, it should have been simpler. The dog the dog journey is simple and then it like
0: juxtaposed this super I don't think
2: it was complicated.
3: Well it wasn't complicated. It's not like
0: it's but it's like there's a lot of talk about plot threads. Yeah, it's like it not, was, I mean you could follow I didn't it. I not get that either. You could follow it pretty easy, but it's like I just feel like it's a big difference between the two storylines. Yeah, and there like, was
4: a lot going on in terms of the story, but the thing about it is, it was it it was very. What's uh, the word I'm looking for? Um, very. Well, it's, it, it's, there are plot mechanisms that have been used a lot before. Mm-hmm. You know, oh, the fake flu that he's putting in place and, you know, and, and right. the, the, all the political intrigue and that kind of thing. It's all stuff that's been done before. Mm-hmm. But, I mean, he wasn't, he wasn't trying to be innovative with the film. The, the whole point of this film is it's just an homage.
2: Oh, I thought it was, so. well. What? I liked it.
4: Well, I, I like it, too. There's
2: it I... it actually, it's kind of, I was talking to this boy at Camp. Timothy, little Timmy Xiaomei boy, yeah, and he Timmy. was saying that he was like, People never write books from the perspective. Like, he was like, When the aliens come or whatever, you always see a perspective of the people, not the aliens, which maybe is right. not the best example here. So, well, whoops. Enough. But <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. But like, so, you saw both sides, you know, with the dog. yeah Oh, I,
0: yeah. I, I, I appreciate I, I think it's well balanced because of that. It's just that. Inter- just and I didn't inter- think the
2: plot was too complicated either because you see. I thought it was kind of nice in that you see all the chaos and mess, mishigas to use a Yiddish word on the like, on the uh, political side with all the like in power people, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then on the whole opposite, you you see the people or the beings they're affecting who are just yeah. trying to live their lives and be the best they can, and then you see the kind of middle ground between them with the yeah. people who are more over on the. I,
1: but
0: I, I agree with that. But like I, I feel like, side, but who are trying just, to help? I think even just in terms of the editing, like there's so much. Um, like it's almost like injects a lot of the plot in one story and then in the other one it feels much more character driven. Yeah. At least yeah. To me. I, just,
2: I don't know what's wrong with that though.
0: It, it Just it te- just in terms of like how it's put together it felt a little like geez alright now we're here okay now it's going to be a super simple story now then it j- jumps right back. Yeah. I mean I, I liked everything going on in the the human world but it was just just, I, I really preferred the dogs.
2: They were sewn together, though. This person yeah. knows and is affected directly by this person. I, I, don't, to see I people don't have an back over here.
0: Con- connections. It's
4: just... Well, I mean, maybe maybe the intent of that was to show that, that dogs are these more sort of pure, yeah. simple uh, yeah. creatures, you know, love, loyalty, mm-hmm. uh, as opposed to humans who are considerably more complex, but in their complexity are a god-awful mess
1: and... I just thought the movie was just shy like two hours right? yeah it was like 140 140 140. something yeah i brought up earlier but i just i would rather just just cut down on the human stuff show more of the dogs yeah the the film is just like the the art Mm -hmm. and the animation is so clean and simple and like you were saying earlier just like it felt like small like a little diorama Mm -hmm. and i just felt like it would have worked better if i would have cut cut some of it i just it wasn't hard to follow it wasn't confusing but it's like i just felt like they were cramming so much in there when i just would rather have more of a straightforward you know yeah just like told story with these dogs and like have the human stuff like have you know the exposition and things like that but i just every single scene with the humans i'm like i want to
0: see the dogs. yeah Yeah. like i wanted i just wanted maybe a little more exploration in the isle of dogs yeah like island well i
2: don't think they were trying to uh Glorify the circumstances, by I having a bunch of cute stuff. No, but I
0: mean, just in terms of they're just you seeing more. Yeah. it doesn't have to be good stuff. It just I liked, I wanted to see what, more
4: what of it. Confused me was the whole Tracy Walker and the 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 pro dog resistance. And what was I that liked all
0: it. See, I, I liked that too. Like i I'm with It
2: was her, dope. I, like, life imitating art, and imitating life. It
0: felt like a kind cool. of a, if, like I was because I was saying it felt kind of timely. To me And I like that about it, yeah. Because he doesn't always do that very often, yeah. Dealing with kind of deportation and all these things. So
1: hmm. one thing, like I really like when films like create a space and you can understand the geographic like locations right. and stuff. Yeah. And I thought that the I like the island itself. Like I would have a better sense of that. And yeah, I mm-hmm. feel like by switching back, like it kind of lost that.
3: Mm-hmm. Cause, um, yeah,
1: because when it jumps back, you're like, all right, where where are we? Yeah, at? you know, it's, and. I feel like, we'll, we'll start talking about Spirit Away in a little bit, but, like, I feel like Spirit Away would be half as good of a movie if half the time it was at the bathhouse, and then the other half oh, of the yeah. time it's like, where's Chihiro? Like, you <laughs> know, <"I> can't <laughs> find her parents, you know? Like, yeah. I just... For something that is so whimsical, I want to see more, of, like, the whimsy. I don't, like... Mm-hmm. I don't want to see courtroom type of stuff, like... Or not, like, you know, yeah. conference room type of stuff, but... Um,
2: but you guys were just saying that he was being criticized for being too in his own...
1: Well, no, flesh. I said... I his style i was i was coming at it from in, in terms of just like literally like his framing aesthetic. his aesthetic that's his
0: like all i like of him dialogue, so yeah. <laughs> um yeah but yeah
1: some,
0: brain. some other stuff about it
4: i don't know i mean i i i enjoyed it i thought you know bits and pieces of it were convoluted but not so complex as to be um hard to follow yeah difficult yeah. yeah. to follow or off-putting or or uh distancing or whatever it's uh I don't know. It, it was just it was just fun to watch. Yeah. I mean that's that's at the end of the day. I think that was the intent of the whole thing. Is it, it was just fun to watch. Yeah. Well, and uh, I don't know what what I'm concerned about is is people sort of transposing superimposing uh, all these weird interpretations on it, and that's sort of been my concern is all these SJW uh, critical analyses of, of the film. You haven't heard about all of this. I
0: mean, I've heard of. Well, we actually have a, a listener question about the portrayal of japan um in the film and because uh, i mean y'all know the scandal around this yeah.
3: Like, yeah yeah
0: I mean, he's being called like racist, yeah prejudiced and I, I mean it's i'm getting a little insane but we have a question yeah, about no, that
4: apparently but... he's he's appropriating japanese culture or something yeah. which i
2: really don't think so like we yeah, were saying I, I before i think it, it was no problem. much it was very much like a 1960s japanese movie
0: yeah yeah because yeah. it, it feels because like with Homage there can also be satire, but that doesn't mean you like hate that stuff. It's yeah. just it's well rounded. Yeah. You know. So Yeah. You can't please everybody. I I know. Um, <laughs> no, I don't <laughs> all, I don't get it's it. It's, it's just all white people getting angry. Um, There's no Japanese groups getting no. angry
4: at this.
1: It's all white groups, you know.
4: Yeah. It's very strange. I don't understand it. Um
1: I don't but I don't mean to sound critical on the movie, because I really did like, like it and it's a really enjoyable movie to watch and it's one of those movies that it's a great movie to see in theaters I feel like. Yeah. Um, just for, I don't know, just the colors and this, the score is so great.
0: And, and just like the level of craft.
1: Yeah. You know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And when you can see that level of detail on a big screen, it it's it's really fascinating. I mean, we, we talked about the, the, the sushi preparation scene. Right yeah.
4: There. I loved all, all the little details. The strange little things that no other director would have uh, put into the film.
3: Yeah.
4: Like uh, watching a sumo match in stop motion animation. Right. Yeah. That's a- watching <laughs> a kidney transplant in mm-hmm. stop motion animation. Watching sushi preparation in stop motion animation. I mean, that, it's just little details like that which are yeah. so sort of charming. Again, yeah. it's it's whimsy. I mean, who else would think to put things like this in a in an animated film? Mm-hmm. So. Uh, and I think there's a certain amount of, of overlap with that, with the, uh, uh, Spirited Way, which we'll, we'll talk about in a bit, yeah. but, um, it's just little, little touches like that, which are very Wes Anderson, but I like them all I mean, I'm, I, I'm just thinking of Moonrise, uh, Moonrise Kingdom. My least favorite movie of all time. Really? Yeah. Really? How do, you, okay. how
0: do you have that?
1: That's... She hates the dog killing.
2: hate
0: what? it.
1: I love you, dogs, but... I mean, you're not supposed <laughs> to like it, though. Yeah, it's yeah. not
2: like a, a cheering... No, I'm not, All the kids are... No, yeah. I appreciate... It's not, it's not one of those things where you hate the actor because they play a jerk. Like, I didn't like it in within the movie itself. Yeah,
0: I mean, it is a little... Abrupt uh, I just don't. That, I don't
2: think he... Uh, that overall, one scene overall, what, No, the, I don't... Like I said, I like his aesthetic. I don't yeah. like what's underneath it at all. I don't think he is really too well versed in a not well that sounds really rude our perceptions of the human condition are very separate and therefore I can't appreciate his <laughs> writing that that much so, Yeah, that's fine yeah, well
1: that. that being said I feel like Wes Anderson doesn't like necessarily see human interaction like that I think it's like his stylized view of it that's well, what yeah. he's putting yeah, out no. in the world but, yeah. but I mean that's like I'm bringing up Antonioni I'm bringing him up <laughs> Antonioni all of his character interactions in all his movies are so similar to Wes Anderson in the sense that, like, they don't interact like normal people interact with each other. Like, super stilted, really unaffected sounding, just kind of disinterested. And it's just done in such a, like, stylized, cool way. It's like, yes, these people don't act like that. But it's, it's what you can glean from these types of interactions. Like, okay, th- there's, like, something to this. Like what this means about like how we interact with humans like mm-hmm. yes is not how we interact but like this has a I mean, meaning then, outside it's kind of like terence malik like obviously I, I don't i doubt oh you know
2: i love him i, I he's <laughs> going
0: around like oh my god
1: i can't <laughs> the splendor of the world are you there god he has, he has, he has flashbacks <laughs> of his wife and, and his nature <laughs> you know it's
0: just it's in the beginning there was I, oh my, I understand the criticism as, like of you just seeing one after another and just like that not meshing with you but I feel like it is like he knows every kid is not going to be acting like an adult and every adult is going ha- to act like a child old of course that does happen a lot nowadays but
4: I can attest to that
0: yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah um, but of course it's like you know it's especially since it is so comical it's just
3: eh,
0: he he's doing his thing and he's cool with it you know plus his heart <laughs> <laughs> but yeah well any other uh, thoughts on Isle of Dogs?
2: I want a Wes Anderson Cardi B collaboration.
4: Hmm. <laughs> Who the hell is Cardi B? Yeah, I do She did
1: that song.
4: All I know is that she's a rapper. Yellow. But I, beyond that, uh, I haven't the foggiest.
2: Technically most successful female rapper of all time.
4: Even uh, more so than Nicki Minaj? Yeah. Okay. Wow.
0: Cool. <laughs>
1: <Those> are <factoids laughs> Yeah.
0: Well, uh, Good to know. Yeah. Well, out of five?
1: Three and a half but that's good
0: yeah. for me that's that's uh-huh. good i think i'm at a light four and a half
2: yeah i was at a two and a half prior to this but our disagreement made me go up to a three and a half <laughs>
3: oh all right
4: <laughs> i give it four. four i give it four yeah yeah well cool uh
0: well with that done we can move on to our retro review of
2: you didn't even talk about your disdain for the the lady dog Not
1: nutmeg uh, <laughs> <laughs>
2: Cooper didn't like nutmeg
1: <laughs> well not nutmeg just that scene I, I didn't they talk
4: was about that scene
1: this
2: is like the first time I've ever liked her in anything
1: cool. um I had no issue with the character it was just that one um no that one that one scene in particular um between just, her, just her and chief it, yeah I just yeah. felt like it kind of the,
4: the beginning scene where the first the two of them first meet
1: yeah when he's like drinking the dirty water yeah I just felt like that was. I did bad. like the
0: little lick, extra lick that he does after she says. It's a point yeah, of, that was. I like that. Classic. Um, I just plus. aired on the side
1: of like uh, the Grand Budapest Hotel type stuff, where it just felt like almost like a parody of Wes Anderson. Yeah. For where me, it's I like think.
0: you know, like in the montage in Grand Budapest, where it jumps to every single yeah. uh, hotel person, and you're like, oh my yeah. god, just he's so overly yeah. confident in this. he's yeah. just, like, <laughs> indulging in that. But I mean, it's fine
3: though. Yeah,
1: it definitely didn't didn't affect my score of the movie whatsoever. Yeah.
0: I'd
2: have liked it better if there was, like, a duchess instead of a duke, but it's fine. Just one. That? Just one girl in the actual mix. Just one. Yeah. Yeah, yeah Nutmeg. Get. She
1: was <laughs> <Not, laughs> that Nutmeg. Oh,
2: Nutmeg, who can do tricks. Great. She did some cool tricks.
4: Yeah. <laughs> she juggled fire General, she bounced a nine pound bowling ball on her nose yeah, i mean, can't do that i can't do that that's impressive yeah, yeah.
2: have you tried brayden i believe in you <laughs> well next my week...
4: face looks terrible enough i don't know oh, oh, right. handsome. next man.
1: week maybe we'll
0: come back his like nose is like <laughs> <laughs> throwing
1: yeah. the medicine ball at his face yeah. okay. <laughs> go over to crossfit you know yeah. <laughs> yeah
0: yeah so okay well cool well let's get into our richer review and we have a clip for this one too, so take a listen.
3: You shouldn't be here. Get out of here now! What? It's almost night. Leave before it gets dark. They're lighting the lamps. Get out of here! Gotta get across the river. Go! How this stuff!
0: just want to help you. No! Alright, so... Oh, uh, shoot.
2: Henry's ready.
0: <laughs> so, Spirit Away uh, was released <laughs> in 2001 and is directed by Hayao Miyazaki. Uh, well, I guess... I don't know.
2: A king amongst men.
0: Yeah, should I should I read the, the Japanese cast, American cast? What should I do here? <laughs> I don't know. I mean, I'm going to butcher all the Japanese. It's an American, yeah. Um,
2: Braden could do it.
4: Not I'm a, reading about post-structuralism.
2: He's busy. <laughs> just kidding.
0: Uh, v uh, Chase, Suzanne Plachet.
2: <laughs> Is this the American name?
4: Yeah, <laughs> these are the pretty dubbed version, yeah. Suzanne Plachet.
2: And that's it.
1: <laughs> uh, Yep, just two characters. Yep. No, I really yeah. wish Billy
2: Crystal was in it. Yeah.
1: Billy Crystal voice?
2: He's the little... I said I wish he was in it. He's oh, a little oh, fire. Like, I'm related really to him, too, by marriage. Really? Yeah, he's my... Well, he's my dad's cousin by marriage. Uh, And then not, and then again. Have you met him? No.
3: No.
1: Sorry. (laughs) Sorry.
3: I've met people. (laughs) Yeah, one of the few
0: celebrities she hasn't met. (laughs) But uh, the plot synopsis is, during her family's move to the suburbs, a sullen 10-year-old girl wanders into uh, into a world ruled by gods, witches, and spirits, and where humans are changed into beasts. So this one is definitely a pretty, I'd say... A f- kind of a fan favorite of everyone of miyazaki fans i am it's actually not my my favorite i'll say i think what
2: everyone's is. seen it though
0: yeah but i mean i feel like if when people talk about miyazaki that's the one that they yeah. mentioned because yeah, everyone's well,
4: seen it i mean that <laughs> I one said... or, or mononoke <laughs> yeah. i think for hardcore fans probably mononoke is is the, the totoro first well everybody loves Tonari totoro, no totoro is, was sorry way back with it, way back when <laughs> I mean, people do love. People still
2: it, love, you know, the office awesome at Allen's. We have like a whole Totoro display, and people oh, really? like just sorry. They Everybody's smacking
1: their mics today.
2: <laughs> they I just, like, they love it.
1: I like Porco Rosso too.
4: Porco, Porco Rosso is pretty one of my favorite ones yeah, that he did. Yeah. I, saw, I mean, I, all of his films are, I think, are just. House Moving Castle is my favorite. Yeah, House Moving Castle. He did I the. Think lupin castle of Cagliostro, i think yeah, was yeah. the lupin the one, wind rises did, which
0: and
4: nausicaa the valley of, Grave of the
2: fireflies the yeah, darkest Grave of all
4: was that him yeah. no.
0: no he didn't direct
2: that, oh. the guy the guy that actually,
3: passed
0: away. yeah he just died if he yeah was
2: the director just trying to bring him into the <laughs> conversation
4: I that wasn't miyazaki <laughs> no i guess not okay. it's no, no. the co-creator of uh
1: ghibli of ghibli oh and Gibles. he did that and then uh my neighbors the yamadas i think is the name of it yeah and then a couple more mm-hmm. you don't couple. like
2: how's moving castle
1: no it's, it's fine it's just of his other ones i don't know i yeah. think that's probably my least favorite. it
0: has an issue that i'll say is kind
1: of one of my issues with the movie but cooper you,
0: you were saying to me that this was like one you kind of grew up with yeah yeah so maybe,
1: what's well, your
4: this was a wildly hugely yeah. successful film. yeah i was just looking at it the other day and it's got something
1: it's one of the highest it's... grossing movies
4: in japan yeah well it's and considered one of the you best know. film like the fourth best film of the 21st century yeah
0: mm. well i mean i'll say i actually wasn't even really exposed to miyazaki movies until about three years ago like really? I, didn't, I didn't see any until i was
4: in I,
2: I
0: mean
4: ch- i kind of I grew
2: just, like s- suspicions that you were like in a cold
0: <laughs> i was
2: yeah, yeah. yeah. hillsborough Hillsboro, yeah. <laughs> i, mean, I, yeah. I kind
4: of grew up with them actually uh because i mean rem- i remember you know when i first got into into anime back in high school there was so, all uh there was my neighbor Totoro and uh Kiki's delivery service. Mm-hmm. Um I'm trying to remember some of the other ones. Uh I mean obviously there were those were more for a younger audience. Yeah. And I was into all the action films. Good adventure films are for stuff. everyone, Braden. Well, yeah, but that's the thing, is is as I started to mature I began to realize how awesome his films are. And i mean he's got some really spectacular ones out right out there right now the wind yeah. also rises that's i really need to yeah. see that now he got into a lot of trouble in japan for that one you should you, you haven't seen that no nope. oh like, really it's historical. i mean yeah. it's, it's not I, oh i know i know it's it's tremendously uh relevant yeah really important mm-hmm. and i really 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 need to see yeah. that but um life has a funny way of <laughs> cutting you off from the very things that you want to do yeah right? yep. working at a movie theater and not actually being able to see movies um man (laughs) bye everyone (laughs) (laughs) Uh, it's kind of like a gift of the magi i think yeah exactly that was like Um, my
2: favorite story when i was little
4: yeah it's 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 a very clever story anyhow um what the hell was i saying
2: we don't know (laughs) (laughs) how much you like
4: Oh, but yeah, as, as I've grown up, I've really uh, gotten to appreciate a lot of his films and, you know, all the stuff, even, you know, the sort of seemingly children's films. I think, mm-hmm. you know, there's a lot of much more relevant, more salient themes that run through uh, a lot of his films, uh, particularly, you know, I was thinking about uh, Princess Mononoke. And then I was also thinking about uh, Spirit Away. Um, I'll get to that in a second when we talk about some of the themes in the film but but no
2: both of them several times in school yeah i i
4: I love both of them yeah they're both that being said there are some faults there are some flaws but i think they're just outstanding fun films that's
2: how you feel about me too right (laughs) yes
1: (laughs) she's got her faults she's got her flaws
2: thank you cooper
1: (laughs) (laughs) can't complete the rest of that um but yeah like you were saying before i kind of grew up on this movie. It came out that like sweet spot for me. It came out in 2001. Mm-hmm. That would put me at 8 years old. Um and yeah, that was like Lord of the Rings
0: for me. Yeah. At that, that time. So um, yeah, I think I was too busy watching all those. Yeah.
1: My my dad was like pretty hip with movies and stuff, so he showed me a lot of like good movies and he introduced me to this when it came out. We saw it in theaters and um it just like immediately became like my favorite movie. And it was one of those movies that you could just I could sit down and just watch over and over and over like when you're a kid you know you just watch the same thing over you're and talking over. talking
2: to the right people um <laughs> I, I did that this weekend cooper so let's <laughs> not attach an age to it
1: <laughs> which is funny because i never really do that now like yeah, some of my favorite films i've only fair. seen once um really yeah i just feel like a lot of times watching movies over and over again it kind of lose they lose their luster a little there's, bit there's
0: a period where i watched fury road many times yeah <laughs> I, mean, I saw it a few times and, i mean i wasn't like a weekend, I watch it five times. Yeah. Are you I-
2: making fun of me now? Henry knows I did that this weekend. I'm not proud of it.
0: No, <laughs> no, no, no. Nothing against <laughs> people doing that. Yeah. It's just, but that would be one of the few films I watched somewhat frequently more than others.
2: There's yeah. also less dialogue in that too. Might be part of it. A little less weighty yeah. in that way.
1: Yeah. Um. But Fury Road is like one. Of, it's probably my top twenty movies all the time. I've yeah. only seen it twice. So. Yeah. Um. But anyway, so I I kind of grew up on this movie, which. When you know when you're a kid and you watch stuff like this that has like that whimsy or you know mystical type of feel to it, it's like times ten mm-hmm. because you're just a kid and you know like everything just seems so much more amazing and stuff like that and grandiose. So it just, I it really it really connected with me when I was a kid and um, I brought it up earlier, but something that I love and absolutely love in movies is when you know a place and they establish a place and you get a good feeling of where things are in this place and stuff like that. Yeah. I think that Spirit Way does that so, 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 so well. Um, partially because the movie is pretty much just confined to yeah. the bathhouse. Um, but something that it also does, that I think Mad Max does really well, too, is it drops you in a world and it puts you in... You know, Mad Max is spread out across Fury Road. But you
0: know exactly where everything
1: is. You know much. you know where thing, things are, but it also just gives you little glimpses of things outside in the world so it yeah. just kind of gives the illusion it of is, being so much bigger
0: and it is so simple too yeah it's like i mean in terms of what you're shown, like here that's the i guess it's the gas lands or something
1: yeah, bullet farm yeah to the
0: left yeah Bullet and you Farm, you don't even see them it's you,
1: just the reference enough is enough to give you this illusion of of you know the geography around i'm hoping for that
0: sequel man yeah I would they have that. like two two written or something so i would
1: that, kill for that yeah um but like in spirit away you know in the beginning of the movie um right after she gets transported to, like, the spirit world, she goes back to where she came from to, you know, go back to her car, and there's, like, a big pool of water, and across the river mm-hmm. is, like, a little town. Yeah. You know, and then, like, later in the movie when the the seas kind of come up, like, you can just see little, like, when she's, I think one of the best scenes in the movie is when she's riding a train. Me, too.
2: It's my favorite oh, yeah.
1: scene. Yeah, that's house. such an eerie, that spooky, just, that unsettling my, scene. That's probably my favorite scene, in the movie, and it yeah, just me shows too. the little stops, and there's one shot in particular that just, like, I almost tear up when i see is when they just go by this little house and it's just on, yeah. on the island, island. Yeah, yeah me too yeah, yeah. oh my god it's, it's
0: almost like the the train scene in the wind rises yeah where um or i, I guess right after where there's the earthquake yeah that's so unsettling oh, You yeah. know it's so cartoony yeah and that whole train ride is great too yeah um
2: i have a little spill of that house on my wall movies on
0: trains love
1: yeah did snow piercer yeah. uh I think We're we all right, love right, Snowpiercer. Actually, I've never seen Snowpiercer. You have oh, you, you, you should you see it. You really Take like back, it, but I hate yeah. Oak just so much. No, no, you yeah. really like it. No. I think was awful, but Snowpiercer was actually quite really I'm gonna borrow your coffee when I leave. But yeah. um, just the world it, stab- it establishes, and all the characters are like you don't know any of the characters, but it feels like they've been existing there forever. Yeah. You know, and there's just mm-hmm. so many characters. Like I was thinking, there's that big fat white guy that has the red like yeah. salad bowl i'm pretty on the side. sure that
4: <laughs> it's like was supposed radish. to be a daikon radish
1: yeah it kind of looks like a radish. if
4: you if you look at him he looks exactly like a daikon it's, yeah. They're just like giant big tuber things with little yeah. white sprouts and it's the yeah uh it's like it's a common part they grade it up it's a common part of pretty much every yeah. japanese meal ever um and so it's it's kind of a, i mean it's a very obvious reference to, to shinto which is you know the ancient yeah. uh, strictly purely japanese sort of uh form of um it's not really a religion but but thought system it's, yeah it's it's, it's almost it. like
1: buddhism or it's not really a religion, it's not really a religion it's, it's a life but it is style type a, of thing. yeah but there's a lot of shinto stuff like they have the the red gates in front of the bath house and yeah and, well, there's 20, all the game, yeah.
4: gates and, and uh but um i mean part of part of the whole belief system of shinto is the is that ev- there's a spirit that resides in everything yeah. so the bathhouse if just so everybody knows the bathhouse is a place where all these spirits that mm-hmm. reside in all these things are, are able to sort of get away and get clean yeah. before they go back to their their place of permanent residence and that kind of thing. so it's a yeah. really really fascinating concept it's really cool yeah and just a lot of um a lot of references to japanese mythology yeah. and shinto mythology in the film yeah and it was a lot of fun to watch and he had the big giant daikon radish and yeah, haku. haku of course was the spirit of uh, a lesser river uh but then the 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 spirit that sin cleans yeah. at one point is the guardian spirit of a greater river yeah uh and so you know immensely big powerful dragon yeah and uh um it's just that's that's so cool yeah um so it was just a lot of fun yeah. to
1: watch that just kind of geek out because of yeah my but,
4: experiences
1: with with japanese culture and stuff um, so. but it is really cool that they have all this mythology like impued in the movie and even if each of the individual characters is not attached to some actual part of japanese or shinto mythology mm-hmm. you it fe- like it's it, all in there somewhere it all it feels like he's created this world and he has created his own mythology you yeah. know and <clears throat>
4: Well, that's the thing. Is he took? Uh, I was reading some about this, and he took bits and pieces from mythology. Mm-hmm. I mean, they're very obviously referenced, but it's not just straight. He he added on a lot of things. He created a lot of th- the whole concept of this bathhouse, sort of a vacation spot, for uh, for these Shinto spirits. Is uh, that's purely his his creation? Yeah, so, so, I mean, it's kind
0: of like shape uh, Del Toro with shape of water and pants labyrinth where he kind of takes little
1: bits and pieces
4: and then then weaves it into something entirely new yeah yeah Yeah.
1: but it's almost like hard watching this movie to believe that like this is he created all of this you know like this is something that he didn't he didn't but but i'm saying in the sense that like
2: glued it all together like this is it it almost feels like it,
1: it could exist in another like this is spirit away or something like that, you know, like it feels like some it something had already been established, you know, mm-hmm. in this universe. And then I don't know. And then that's that's not even talking about the animation in the movie, which it's is amazing. all hand drawn, you yes. know. it's great. Yeah. And I mean, if you're watching carefully, you can see. I mean, it's a little jittery because you know each individual frame is hand drawn, and you can like it just looks like, so good. Yeah, you
0: can see the work. Yeah. Kind of like an Isle of Dogs.
1: You know? Um, and and were Isle of Dogs almost. Like, there's a lot going on on screen in Isle of the Dogs, but they have, you know, a few characters on yeah. screen, a few set pieces. But, like, any shot from Spirit Away, there's a million level details. You know, like, there's a scene where she's running down some stairs inside the bathhouse, not the scene where she's yeah. on the exterior. And, like, in the background, there's someone getting there. I never noticed before, but there's someone getting their hair cut. <laughs> yeah. And then there's, like, people carrying things of food, and each food like piece of food is, like, meticulously drawn. And it's just, like, where Isle of the Dogs almost feels, like, minimalist and what is on mm-hmm. screen this feels like maximalist you know like he's yeah. <laughs> just putting everything on there and it's just because ah, it, it is so like good. i
0: mean i i keep on
1: bringing up the wind rises
0: but it's like it just shows you japanese culture mm-hmm. you know just like and so you'll see you'll pass by a room someone's just doing something so simple but it's a detail yeah and it's so good but yeah, yeah well chloe you haven't said much are you uh is this your what what's your what's your opinion? <laughs> yeah, I like it.
2: <laughs> no, I really well, I really like and appreciate all of his movies. Yeah, and as you know, I do like to doodle on the rag, and I like grew up making little stop motion movies and stuff.
0: Is so this I... what's your favorite of his? Would it be this or
2: nobody listens to me? Anyone? No, Howl's oh. Moving Castle.
0: <laughs> oh yeah, you exactly. said that's what I like. Lordy. Um... <laughs> See, um. <sighs> My God. my least favorite is probably Castle in the Sky.
2: That's I like Castle in the Sky. Oh, no,
0: I like it, but it just
2: it is, does feel a little more empty, though. I, 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 I do really like
0: House Moving Castle, and it actually reminds me a lot of Mortal Engines, which is coming out in December. The Peter right. Jackson. Uh, okay. <laughs> no, no, I mean in a, in a cool way. No, I mean like I mean
1: like, the concept like, is similar. To
0: yeah, what? and just the visual. But the one issue I have with Miyazaki, and just kind of get. Ghibli films in general is at times it just feels a little too long-winded. Mm-hmm. Like they're just there are
3: certain sections.
2: But there's sections, so much to like bask but, in. I, 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 I agree,
0: agree, but there are yeah. just in terms of even I think in, in spirit of the way the Way yeah. the last twenty five percent or so feels like unnecessarily even just the pacing feels I extended. Agree. For me, I agree.
2: that's like almost every movie, but at least in this one there's stuff to occupy. That's, right.
4: Well, the way you're putting it is almost the exact opposite of how I view it and kind of the problem that I have with it is like the first two-thirds or the first three quarters of the film, it's so it's he spends so much time setting up the story and the mystery and the plot. And I have no issue with that. It's beautiful and it's this very rich world, this very rich environment, and you really get a sense of the 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 disconnect, the disjuncture, the break in uh reality that is dealing with and you know sort of her her parents turn into pigs and all of a sudden she's in a spirit realm and uh what the she's got to work or else she gets fed to the pigs or something so it's um you really get a sense he, he spends a lot of time building up this sense of uh disjuncture uh unreality uh Creating this this really remarkable world, uh, the bathhouse and everything else around it, and then the resolution of the film is like that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I it's see. just everything just wraps up, done. Yeah, and you're kind of oh. going, but there's no. I mean, it's it's almost as though there's nothing for her to overcome. Everything just just
3: what I, mean, I did
1: I did notice that more this time watching it, and I I love the movie. Like I said, I've seen it probably more than I've seen any other movie, but it is it. The pacing is a little weird like yeah it does kind of drag in weird spots and then it speeds up in other spots
4: yeah, yeah. well i mean it drags for like almost the entire first two-thirds of the film drag like mm. the first hour and a half of know. the film sort of drags which i don't i don't mind because he yeah does, he sets up and it there is stuff for her to overcome but it's it's all the difficulties that she faces are earlier in the film and they sort of you know up and down and up and down and up and down and then it's not as though anything that she did specifically—it's which I don't, I don't know. Maybe that true. is this the
2: she elects to be effortful throughout the movie, which everyone yes. else is just like gorging themselves on random crap and, and gold not paying and attention. Stuff like
4: it's that.
0: Very... I, I've been there.
2: <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it, in that way, it's very similar to Isle of Dogs because yeah, there's well, a lot of allegory. And that's
4: uh, that's my point. She is just, I guess and I
2: don't think and you don't often see a character, much less a female character, who like. Become self aware midway, and then it works out. Mm -hmm. Which I think, especially in the kids movie, I think it relatively. I think is oh, definitely. Well, that's that's the
4: thing. That's that's what I was curious about. Is whether this was intentional on his part, or if there's just a difference in terms of how things are structured, Mm -hmm. uh, sort of in Japan versus Western structures of uh, story structure. Well, there was a which is something that I feel I should know, but it's you know it's very strange because. Everything, the, the resolution, the overcoming of all these obstacles and difficulties that she's faced with, it's all very subtle and has to do with the choices that she makes rather than yeah, proactive. About, I
2: think it's about growing up.
4: Yeah, rather than proactive, like, uh, I'm going to go get the spear yeah. and sauce, sauce, blah, blah, blah. Which I
2: appreciate.
4: Stab the evil spirit. And then, you know, and so the end of it, uh, rather than there being sort of a climactic face off, there's, there's not like an apex of, of right. action. Right. Yeah, she just like keeps that. going. It's just she, she just keeps going, and she makes some choices, and every uh, the choices that she makes touch everyone around her. Yeah, it's and, smooth, and, and I like. And so it. it's very, it's very subtle. I mean, but it, then that's that's the problem is because it leads up. Uh, there are all these subtle. The, the last last 20 minutes of the film is just done. Yeah.
2: Honestly, I, I think that's how kids live their lives anyway, yeah. though.
4: <laughs> Maybe. I, well,
0: well, I think it's kind of like that. Thing that can happen with certain characters where there's development through the first half or through the first, like, 60%, and then the rest is them just being that.
1: Mm-hmm. And just
0: in terms of the pacing can be a little strange. Like in, um, I don't know why I thought of this, but in Beasts of No Nation, mm-hmm. there's the first half is really dealing, dealing with the boy's journey to becoming a child soldier, and then the la- the last half is him being that. Mm-hmm. And there's just that kind of, Midway point where you just want you're so into seeing him develop that you just want to see that and this it's kind of where she's de- developing developing and then it's her pretty much just Jeez. being that character yeah. and her wandering in at in that state and so it's not that that's really a bad thing but just in terms of pacing and uh interest in the the character specifically that occasion I don't have a huge issue with that I really like the movie but. That it's a little issue for me, and in How- *House Movie Castle*, it feels a little long-winded for the story that it's telling. Yeah. Even though I, I really like it, so that's all I got.
1: <laughs> <laughs> so, but yeah.
2: Yeah,
1: yeah. <laughs> it's a great movie. I will say that. you can write yeah.
2: lots of college papers on it.
0: Yeah, I'm sure there have been
2: lots in there. Many ads, you know, I'm sure.
4: Yeah. it's a beautiful. I just enjoy watching it. Yeah. I just I yeah. enjoy the animation style. I like <coughs> the subtlety of his mm-hmm. films. Uh, I think you know this one in particular is such a wonderful children's film because I mean the the most sort of distressing or complex things that 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 she has to deal with. I mean you know you do have the scene where Haku is is pretty badly beaten up,
3: mm-hmm.
4: but you don't really <laughs> see much violence.
3: Although well the, not the direct bits, violence
4: well the bits of the bits and pieces where where uh no face is running around yeah, eating people yeah but it's not it's not eating it's more just sort of Swallowed, like he envelops yeah. them in darkness and then that's that's it but it's it's sort of strange because it's it's very it's very obviously children friendly but at the same time there's some strange eerie stuff going on yeah yeah, yeah. So and it's, it's very of like heavy, on the, What's up with heavy on the that big heavy on that yeah <laughs>
1: giant giant it babies that's, it's, it's
2: like that's the baby not... from um uh alice's adventures in wonderland
1: it reminds me of the uh, oh yeah there's a similar like that baby lives in a, a big dome and in akira the i don't know if you, have you guys seen akira yeah, yeah. No,
4: obviously i've seen Akira. that was the first sort of big you were talking obviously. about watching films over <laughs> yeah. and over again as a bonafide kid. banger was, of a movie yeah. that was that was
0: what i <laughs> loved that baby just yeah. picked up the blu-ray um, that was sort of like like... watching this man
1: what's up with
0: that big baby, <laughs> <laughs> that big
2: baby. The, the, the guy in isle of
1: dogs yeah that he would have loved the baby oh he would have yeah he would have um but in akira the one of the the children the like telekinetic children lives in a big dome yeah. similar to the big baby so yeah. I wonder if it's the same baby I wonder if he no but that was that, like a giant baby. baby and that <laughs> other dude was, <laughs> he could have just kept growing like all the all That's the psychics had
4: like progeria or something they yeah. were all, oh, they were yeah, all, all children all, but they were all real, little, Benjamin little tiny yeah. shriveled
0: Cin- Cinematic Universe yeah. <laughs> oh man
1: yeah
0: and do, do y'all prefer Miyazaki films that are more
1: fantastical or do you prefer when he's more grounded in reality,
2: I'm always fantastic. Yeah, as you
1: know, probably as fantastic you know, I mean, I love The Wind Rises. I need to watch it again because I, I just, need to watch it at all. I've Blu-ray
0: yeah. Blue you I think I
1: do. Um, I saw it when it came out and I just don't remember a lot from it, but I remember really liking it. But one of his, I mean, I really like Porco Rosso. Porco Rosso. Uh, sorry. Who don't? Um, <laughs> and that's, I mean, obviously, I mean, it's a pig man, so it's pretty. Fantastical, yeah. but at the same time, it's based in reality. It's, it's magical it's about, realism. Yeah, I mean, it's, my it's, favorite it's like,
2: genre. It's you know,
1: it's a story about fascism, you know, mm-hmm. versus communism, and it yeah. uses this, this pig. This you what's know, better? The, uh, well, it's, it's, it's pig as a
4: so funny bloodless. how he puts these really wacky, complex. The wind also rises. I think is his most blunt. Yeah, uh, yeah grounded, uh, as it were. Well, yeah, I mean, but most sort of blunt address of of issues yeah like topical topical issues yeah. political issues and so <laughs> forth i mean that was the thing is mononoke is you don't see it i mean well it's not it doesn't advertise the fact but it's very obvious that it's industrialism that, versus yeah, nature industrial you know. versus nature and the issue of of um sort of ecological environmental degradation yeah. well this
2: one's not otherwise it's about consumerism and
4: well in a part but this also it also has uh a pretty significant passage in the film or or scenario in the film which deals with uh ecological the river. Again, environmental degradation yeah, yeah where yeah. the river spirit comes apparently he actually found a bike in bike. a
2: river cleanup and he said i'm gonna put that in my movie <laughs> wow
4: <laughs> oh, that was a common thing you see in japan because actually they uh they put pretty huge cement concrete embankments along various rivers mm-hmm. and so you'd be walking along you'll see a river wandering along and just all sorts of just random detritus down there and more often than not you saw a bike i mean not bikes are in ubiquitous
2: as former mm-hmm. secretary of the environmental club from my high school
0: very similar <laughs> bikes yeah. oh one thing that's i would say is kind of not that uh, uh, noticeable in this but it's very clear through his, most of his movies is his love of aviation. Oh, you know, like he loves in, his planes,
1: yeah, in, yeah. And <laughs> big like, plane.
4: One plane. Of is <laughs> all about, that. oh, yeah, yeah.
0: And so, I mean, I my dad was a pilot, so I kind of have a fondness for oh, really, yeah, and wow. so for You're not flight. a fly boy yourself. Maybe one day, man. <laughs> maybe one when day?
1: he'll do a chicken run type of thing, take some <laughs> stuff in the backyard.
0: And... <laughs> no, my, my dad was a, like when he was, I think, 17, he already had his license, really, and like, he was starting to teach. Think people. he can do a barrel roll. Uh, he may have been, been able to, but... Uh, <laughs> Sorry. <I'm laughs> no, no, it's okay. Um, uh, but, yeah, and so I, I kind of have a fondness for aviation, but I, I love whenever that's injected into his movies. Another yeah. reason why I love Wind Rises, because that's literally what it's meant to be. Yeah. From, so. yeah, I mean, like well, was,
4: all yeah, about yeah. the guy that created either the Zero, the Mitsubishi Zero, or the engine that went into the Mitsubishi Zero. I think it was the yes, plane itself. Somewhat. Was it the plane yeah. itself? Yeah, it's
0: kind, it, of, kind of all... The, and pieces yeah i mean that's why he
4: got into huge troubles this guy's held in high esteem sort of as a national hero in japan and Mm. miyazaki portrayed him as a somewhat conflicted individual in terms of
1: he's sort of a pacifist in the movie yeah and yeah that movie is there's a whole the whole tuberculosis stuff going on Did his wife get tuberculosis yeah yeah
0: um i mean it's kind of like spielberg with his um kind of clear love or passion for world war ii history and technology yeah there's so many of his films where he injects that somehow and you can just see that not always a fondness for what's going on but a a understanding appreciation of, a, yeah understanding yeah. Of appreciation of it so it's yeah
4: it's interesting Miyazaki always seems to have some sort of uh, flight yeah flight is always a big a big part of his yeah. films like Ubaba flies around and yeah. then you've got Haku flying and Chihiro Brooms. Flies along. <laughs> yeah Kiki's <laughs> delivery. service. I prefer service. houses that can uh,
2: transport us my
4: my neighbor Totoro the giant flying cat, cat bus, bus thing yeah. yeah right so uh and then Porco Rosso is all flight and <laughs> yeah then wind also rises about a guy that makes an airplane yeah. so it's it's interesting just
2: straight up living in the sky or people yeah. just straight
4: up yeah wow. uh, what was that well Nausicaa Valley of Wind was also a lot of flight wind, and, Oh, yeah. Yeah. yeah the wind yeah so it's it's interesting i mean that's that's i guess a common theme i don't know why flight being imagination fantasy yeah. perhaps yeah. being able to to get your feet off the ground and escape from reality for a little while JetBlue or know. delta should hire him to like, make yeah really commercials or something. i think no. i
2: think southwest or virgin would do it no oh, are you pointing swear, at
4: me no well i <laughs> thought you were going to say it no i swear he was actually involved or, or or some of his characters were used in a campaign for an airline really a yeah. japanese airline maybe yeah they could have been JAL. i don't know huh. but
1: cool cool well
0: uh <laughs> all right well Unless there's anything else uh, out of five stars for Spirited Away.
2: 86 trillion. <laughs> <laughs>
1: That's quite a few. I rarely give out the five star. I'm on my go, first podcast, already giving out five stars. I mean, I mean, I like I said, I was raised on this yeah. movie. You know, yeah. this is, it's just a classic. Four and a half for me. Yeah,
4: four and a half for me as well. Yeah, yeah. yeah.
0: Cool. All right, so I guess we can... With the <laughs> reviews done, we can move on to a little bit of news. Chloe what's you going you
2: hear about TJ Miller I was just about to say
3: Ooh, that what, what the what heck about yeah. T. J. Miller?
2: The, the, not good the thing with that where he battered the taxi driver I was like that's that's obviously bad but I don't know what happened and I'm like oh my God how could you do this
0: he's been arrested for a
1: calling bomb a fake, threat. fake bomb bomb what the heck seriously yeah,
2: yeah. why From March, what
1: the this, hell. this is just coming this he did in March I oh, today. really? Yeah. I don't, to make sure. I don't know if it's just coming into the public's eye right now or, or what the I'm sure is. They i have. mean, what is he doing? The
4: I floating. mean, not, I not, <laughs> not, I mean, Sounds what like is he athlete. doing in terms of drugs <laughs> that he's doing?
2: It's very odd. I'd also like to mention, even this is a little whatever. He is like a voice actor. I feel like he should have known not to do it. They can track him. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <That's
3: laughs> if a,
2: you're in the Emoji movie, don't call him a uh, bomb threat. Of course, yeah.
1: <laughs> Brilliant
0: movie
1: yeah
2: that was so, severe you know, though isn't that great why would yeah you, well, well, i mean why would anyone do
1: always that, seem but... like an asshole to me yeah, that, like, that's, yeah. Not, that's not
4: that's not why why did he do that i mean what compelled him to do that well, why, well, okay, why so, did he wake up one day and decide i, I think i'll phone in a box that's i just, read
1: the i read the article this morning and he was on another train. Funny. he was on another train and some passengers reported that he was just being really belligerent and was yelling at other passengers on his train and so he was really drunk Classic (laughs) TJ. so he's like really fucked up and during this period he called in a bomb threat on another train, said a woman had a a bomb in her bag. And then, you know, they called a bomb squad in, they stopped the train. It was like really late at night, everyone had to get out. And it was like March in in New York, so it was really cold. Everyone had to wait in a parking lot. And we just held up the train for hours. Four different women were interviewed about this or were interrogated rather. And yeah, it was just fake claim. Jeez.
3: He's an ass Weird. yeah he's not even
2: a good actor deadpool not a good movie brain. i like it right but... Bra- no you won't know true joy until you watch Braden watching a deadpool anything it's so funny
0: <laughs> 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 i mean i i like him in silicon valley and i've liked him in a few things i wouldn't say i'm a huge fan I just in, but
4: i don't i don't he's just one of those people who's there he's just so utterly disposable in terms yeah. of, of his roles and what he does, yeah, yeah. I mean, well, I just,
2: regardless of his abilities, it's an awful thing to do. It is, but it that's is terrible. It I, don't, is I don't. I mean, there should be extreme lack of appreciation for your life.
4: <laughs> yeah. I what what the hell was he thinking? That he I can bring
2: something? the mood he's back up. Drunk,
4: man. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, was that it? He was drunk. There should be criminal charges against him. Well, there, there was. was. He, he was. had to pay a hundred thousand dollars in bond. Well, I mean, he's. Yeah.
0: he's been arrested and it's it's the maximum sentence is five years in yeah. prison so yeah.
1: i mean he he could
3: well, we'll go take you, with they, that he's they, not do he that, for that the bail
1: and got out but it was shit to of money oh well so
2: story of there america you there you go yeah. <laughs>
1: if you're rich doesn't matter <laughs>
2: <laughs> seth meyer's baby was born
1: i in heard the, about that I heard about that. Yeah. On that train? That's
0: cute. No. <laughs> no, <not>
1: yeah. train.
4: <laughs> yeah. All the
3: panic induced, <laughs> yeah. induced his wife into loop. labor. Yeah. Said, TJ was baby just looking at The bomb. The baby has the bomb. Yeah.
1: Okay. <laughs> that, big, that big baby. That, that big baby. His actually Sapphire. is the
0: big baby. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, so.
4: That's,
0: that's your little uh, current, current events. I know what's going on, but we can. Uh,
2: I have other news kind of it's relevant do you, do you, do you want to hear it it's not about the baby it's not about like a kardashian it's cool i promise okay i would have already been done by now i saw an early saturday i saw an early screening of sorry to bother you with the director oh, yeah. that was pretty cool it was a very weird movie and i asked some questions but i'll sorry, save that you're Come saying
0: next me. to uh anti-semi
3: right
2: i was thank you for bringing that up Whoa. it was very upsetting <laughs> i moved
3: yeah. Hard?
2: <laughs> After I started crying, it was funny though. Being a, at a movie about, um, one of the themes of the movie was, um, have you heard the term yeah. code switching?
1: I maybe you say code switching. Yeah.
2: Yeah, Cooper's in, but it was kind of funny that I was sitting next to somebody like that who kind of made me feel the need to put that to do that. It was very meta, you know. Oh, but I moved. Yeah. But anyway.
1: Yeah, movie was good though. I, I saw the trailer for it.
2: Yeah, it was. So, from the trailer, I expect I'm it confused. to be, a lot, again, I like, I'm very into magical realism, that kind of thing, so I was very excited, because in the trailer, there's a lot of, basically, very cool production, interesting ideas, blah, 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 oh. but a lot of them were featured in the trailer, so I was a little disappointed. Um. Also, and again, I'm so sorry, but low-key my job, not a feminist movie at all,
1: mm. and I asked him a
2: question about it, and he just dug himself into that hole, just <laughs> real, just real deep. What did he say? <laughs> huh?
1: Well, what did you well, ask? Well, it, it was
2: about like, I don't want to, I won't say it. Is no. it like spoilers? Yeah. Okay, fair. But, boy,
0: oh boy. Stupid. That bad. was rough.
2: But overall, it was really, it was good. It was really, the acting was like amazing. What is
0: this
4: film? I'm not
0: Sorry to bother you. It, was, it showed at Sundance this year. And okay. I, I didn't get a chance to see it, but I asked I heard, you. I know, I, I heard good things <laughs> about it.
2: So. It was It was really interesting. Tessa Thompson's in it. And oh, I love her. Can't pronounce his name. I feel really bad about it. But he, I thought I knew how to pronounce it. And then, Boots Riley said it, the director, and I said, oh, not what I've been saying.
4: But what is What is this film about? Uh, telemarketing.
2: A telemarketer. This is in the trailer. It's a telemarketer, and this is kind of like a parallel universe, kind of extra, right? Like mm-hmm. I said, <laughs> a lot. <Extra. laughs> very cool, but parallel, for sure, to highlight certain themes that are trying to oh is this the one
4: that somebody comes across a magical phrase or something that that makes everybody he can use
2: quote white voice and he becomes a really 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 successful telemarketer and steven yoon's in it and he's Mm -hmm. really good and armie hammer of course i'm obsessed with armie hammer
1: huh he's a hunk
2: he's
4: He's got that he's got that square jaw yeah i don't actually think
2: he's a hunk but i think he's a really good actor i love him he has that you charisma. Like that.
3: That seems, because it's yeah. true.
2: You guys, you just think I'm in love with everybody and I'm not. I'm loved. just
3: saying
1: he's a hunk. He not, you. <laughs> <laughs> not you. Not <laughs> you.
2: Anyway. But no, he was really good, naturally. I want a movie about Army Hammer's life, basically.
3: Mm.
2: Because you know he's the heir to Armin Hammer. Really? And he wanted it, hence the name. No joke. And he... Wow.
3: That blown, took you a right? second. Yeah.
2: <laughs> and... But that's and, really tacky to think yeah it is him after. well you know what's more tacky Cooper <laughs> but, is he was like I want to be an actor guys and they're like no he's like yes I do and they disowned him
1: yeah
2: and to so quote they, well I won't quote, quote him because he's a terrible person I was good but look at him now as opposed Army to Hammers look or, at me now if which if so they I, was, really wanted I was gonna the, quote Chris Brown I felt bad uh, can't yeah. do that
4: if they really wanted this room over they would have named him Armand <laughs> that was probably that was
2: probably taken
4: yeah. my name is
3: Ormond.
2: yeah no he was in though. he was really good i'm trying to think there were lots of there were a few little cameo things but it was boots riley's first movie so that's neat he wanted richard iwati to direct it i would have been so here for that i would have been obsessed if that happened most
4: yeah Love I love Richard Yeah, I love not seen so good. I haven't seen, I haven't seen Submarine, and I haven't seen the other one that he did with uh, Jesse Eisenberg. What the heck?
2: Why not? They're both... Well, I'm not a huge fan of...
4: What is it? Doppelganger or something Yeah.
2: It's no, what is it called? I always think of the Jake Gyllenhaal movie, because obviously, so yeah, I don't well, remember. Yeah, well, Jake
4: Gyllenhaal's Enemies
2: yeah is it yeah no,
4: jake Hall, the Dennis I was, villain of I was jake gyllenhaal yeah so then enemies, i was
2: thinking this one was called nemesis but i think that's just like movie dyslexia is it no it's it not is. that's mean, too
0: much you mean,
2: enemy no 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 the jesse eisenberg one with me it's directed
4: yeah it's du- directed it's by richard double. ayawade the yeah. oh the
2: devil is it i don't i have no it's idea double, but that's fine yeah. okay. but that one's pretty good but i like submarine a lot better and i like craig roberts a lot okay anyway all I've right. been very well behaved because Cooper's here yeah, I've been yeah, very won't, calm won't it's starting be- to <laughs> it's starting to come out now yeah. but slip out yeah I've been I took a horse tranquilizer before I got here Give <laughs> <Whoa, better laughs>
4: me Dang. I only took a to leave <laughs> that was that was that was it for me where are you getting a horse tranquilizer yeah
2: <laughs> I do have a lot of unused pain pills that a little part of me wants to sell, but I won't.
4: No. Oh, dump them. Yeah. <laughs> I just
2: dump said them in I won't. Yeah. I don't use them. They give them to me from all my stuff. Yeah, I, I
4: know because you had the knee surgery and all that. I had the same issue when I broke my arms. I had a bunch of pain pills left over. Yeah,
2: I think I'm going to have to have another one soon. I'm unhappy. <laughs> it didn't work.
4: <laughs> why, why, why do they do the first one if they're just going to have to go back and do it again? That's
2: they why. didn't know. I'm, a, I'm an anomaly. It's very exciting. <laughs> they get to write some papers about me
4: you're an cool. anemone joy <laughs> yeah cool so
0: keep it moving <laughs> let's uh, move on to some uh, some trailers so good a lot of different uh, trailers came yeah. out this past week um, I guess the, the bigger one we can talk about is Terry Gilliam's <laughs>
2: little, I'm so ready
0: <laughs> uh, long awaited uh, project the man who killed Don Quixote uh, which she's been what trying to get made for 20 years ish 28 years 28 alright so 28 years uh, and it is finally coming out or more than likely this year um it might be showing at the uh con film film yeah I could, film festival maybe it's gonna be so good uh and so a trailer was just released the very first trailer where I guess there have been a few still images, but uh well, I we know Clay's
2: ask me in- how I feel about it.
4: <laughs> no, because uh, I think it's fairly obvious.
2: Are the two of you watching it now?
4: Uh, no, I was yeah. just going to look up some information because I remember Jonathan. What was to you? Who is it? Jonathan know. Price is in it.
3: Mm-hmm.
4: Uh, who was incidentally also in Brazil, and I think he was in I another. Brazil. Yeah, Brazil's my Bra- I films. think everybody loves Brazil. Uh, I still love Von uh, wasn't Cassian he in some person. of the other Gilliam films? Jonathan Price, or am I confused?
0: I don't. I, know. I don't recall many.
2: Me neither. But he is oh, one sure. of those actors, so mm. it's possible.
4: But yeah,
0: so this mm. one's kind of a a little twist on the Don Quixote,
2: which I love
0: in the first place how do you say it that's how I...
2: okay look
0: don quixote
3: <laughs> <laughs> yeah uh well
0: when I, mean, I, I i also like we were just talking about him, i guess recently on about something uh maybe on the last show or the one before but i i mean i i, I like the trail. i was i can say i was a little underwhelmed by it it didn't feel like a i didn't really get a reason why he's been trying to get this story made for 20 years like it, it just now of course with a terry gillian film there's gonna be a lot to going on that they're i'm hoping this is just a very kind of uh, uh standard trailer yeah. so that way there's more to discover when you which have to is see it. Nice
2: chain, which is a nice change Boots riley said his biggest director inspiration for sorry to bother you was terry gillian
0: oh, really? i really could mm-hmm. see that yeah uh, I would say one thing I had an issue with was the humor. I thought the humor in the trailer was pretty weak. Other than that, I mean, I like the look of it. I liked Alec Adam Driver a lot. I like uh, Jonathan Price, but it was a little like, eh, okay. It, it just feels like another kind of medieval fantasy movie to me.
2: My eternal optimism is at large here. Sorry.
4: I never did see Zero Theorem. Was that even we've any talked joy? about? It's all this right. is
2: the new. This is the new Blade Runner. We've talked about this so much. <laughs> It's, it's okay. It's not I know worth. It came don't up, bother.
4: Oh no, it came up once before, but I can't remember. About yeah. Seven see, times. and that's the thing is Terry Gilliam. I think his earlier films were really spectacular and pushed the edge. But there, and there are so many directors who obviously were influenced Emulating. by him. Right,
2: that they faded.
4: And so it, the stuff that he's done is no longer really like ooh, cutting oh, edge, tundin. pushing the envelope, yeah. interesting, progressive. You know, it's just kind of oh, it's a Terry Gilliam film. Okay, you know,
2: we. I'm obsessed with all of them. I've watched all of Michael Palin's travel things. I've read all his books. John Cleese, I low key stalked that one time. It's fine. Eric Idle my favorite. If they're doing anything, I'm going to see it.
0: Right. Well, uh, are you a Terry Gilliam fan, uh, Cooper, or are you? He's I never can't... seen
2: Faulty Towers. I have
0: not oh, seen Faulty Towers. Can I call
1: you out there? Um, always... Towers is the best. I've only seen uh Monty Python. Uh, the holy grail and, and then doesn't love it. I don't really love it. I just just the type of humor I is do just not, not love it's just not the for holy me. Grail. It's just not my uh. not my type of humor. Um yeah. but I do love Brazil. Like Brazil is one of my favorites. Um it's just it's like I love the practical effects. I'm a sucker for practical effects and movies and there's just so many cool little touches with yeah you know all the sets are all like it's just like a big playhouse. A lot of like it's an apartment and stuff like that. Um but also I mean like <laughs> The themes are pretty cool. Like, yeah. they're told pretty simply, and it's like, you get the point, you know, like, ten minutes of the movie, what we're right. trying to say. But it's still an awesome movie. Um, I also love the the ending to it, how it's just, like, very kind of depressing. Grimm, kind of. yeah. Yeah, it's very grim. And you A lot of, of
2: his movies are yeah. almost exclusively, um, I think, that way.
1: Yeah. And uh, I also, one thing I love about Brazil is the story behind Brazil, and just yeah. how much... He had a fight to get that film released, like this one. Um, yeah, yeah, a lot of his films, I think he has to fight to get released. Yeah, so I mean, you can't say the man's not passionate because he definitely
3: yeah. is. Um, True.
1: but I, I'm curious, I have a copy of the edited film they show on you know mm-hmm. syndicated TV. The I think it's called the Love Will Prevail version, I can't remember, but it ends with a, it has a happy ending where him and the, the bus driver woman like they escape and they go to this beautiful countryside. I think it, it ends with when he's dreaming in the bed about, like, their life that they could live. I think it just ends there or something like that. Um, also, they cut out, in that version, which is about almost an hour shorter, they cut out all of the fantasy scenes of him flying mm-hmm. as Icarus, which are some of the coolest scenes in the movie. Like, I love those scenes. Um, and they just cut them out. they just like, this doesn't make sense. This is dumb. <laughs> yeah. Well. The dumb people won't get it. Like, But, um, yeah, the movie's <laughs> awesome. I think that movie is really funny, though. I yeah. Think. I think maybe what it comes down to between those two movies is i love sci-fi and yeah. i'm not that crazy have you about seen baron
2: von munchausen no you like it it's
1: um, it's fun i mean it's utter fluff there's nothing to it the visuals
2: fun. are ridiculous oh the
1: visuals are astounding space yeah yeah um but I, yeah i love sci-fi but i'm not crazy about like high fantasy medieval type of stuff like well like,
0: yeah see i i love medieval stuff yeah. so i'm kind of Although I, I like sci-fi a lot, I'm kind of the opposite. Well, they
2: yeah. all went to Cambridge for like history.
1: Yeah, so it was
0: just in their
2: hearts. Yeah, like passion
1: Phil. Yeah. <laughs>
0: oh yeah, passion Phil. We we'll have to get him on
1: the show. <laughs> oh, passion <laughs> Phil, my my roommate who you just <laughs> oh, hired. Yeah. He called, um, he
0: called himself Passion Phil <laughs> yeah, when yeah,
1: he was, was talking so... to Chloe and on that. He's very passionate. He's about really nice.
2: Research. That was really funny. Right
1: now he's transcribing uh, old biblical texts. Yeah. <laughs> there um, we go. He's also, but he's also freak. going to. He's going to Oxford
3: yeah. next wow. year,
1: and then to Harvard. He's already been accepted for his PhD at Harvard. So, well, well, well. smart guy. If you want to have a biblical episode, oh, well, we can uh, talk about Noah.
0: Bed details, yeah. is what no, I'm he, contributing.
1: he's a he likes Tarkovsky a lot. So, if yeah. you guys ever have a Tarkovsky episode? Yeah, yeah. 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 he's into those types of. Uh, I don't know metaphysical, yeah, type bright,
0: type bright, He
1: hasn't seen Stalker though, which is weird because he likes Tarkovsky. So, yeah. Whatever. He's saving it mm. <laughs> He would a love it. treat you would love it i took him to see <laughs> after he finishes
0: the biblical stuff
1: yeah well it's funny i saw that. Um, death of stalin with him over the weekend at our theater and on the way home and he like he's one of those people that you could ask about any period in time and you could just tell you everything about it mm-hmm. he has like one of those encyclopedic
2: i ones. saw it with my version of passion phil yeah. as well if um, he just finishes yeah
1: so he just like after we left the theater he told me about all of his other stuff surrounding the events of, of I, don't, I got the same aside. thing, but I just
2: slowly turn the radio.
1: Oh, see, I like that. I like having that, you know. Yeah. You know, kind of kind of okay,
2: but but con- my friend puts his little
0: spin, flare. S- if the fl- flare's a good word. Flourishes. Yeah. Stylistic flourishes. On it, and I can't mm-hmm.
2: sometimes. Mm-hmm.
3: Anyway, but
0: yeah, so I'm excited for this one, though. Yeah, I was, yeah. Like, I mean, it looks it looks cool. So I mean, I uh, mean,
4: I like Jonathan Price. I like Adam Driver. I love Adam Driver. It'll. it'll it's Terry Gilliam, and his stories are always a little wacky because you never know quite what to expect with them. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, the last few films, I mean, what was it? Zero Theorem, and then, yeah. well, The see. Wonder, the the Parnassus, Dr. Parnassus. Uh, the was, best.
2: Oh, yeah. Best so Correction. Of, Imaginarium yeah. of Dr. Parnassus is my favorite, and then Baron von Munchausen, which my dad made me watch every time I wanted to say I'm
4: sick,
2: <laughs> which is really rude.
4: Munchausen but, anyway. Proxy Syndrome. Yeah. Um, but uh yeah I mean uh,
2: Dr. Parnassus Doctor Par- Dr. Movie.
4: Parnassus was not half bad I kind of it's so that. good
2: <laughs> uh, it's so but good zero theorem,
4: again zero theorem from what I understand is kind of eh. it wasn't great um but I mean for for my money his best films were some of his earlier works I mean time bandits Brazil obviously I still everybody Brazil loves
2: since.
4: time bandits yeah. give I haven't seen that but I've, I've but time bandits it's yeah. a lot of fun it's a lot yeah. of fun i mean it's a big indictment of 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 uh technology and sort of rampant yeah. progress and that's cool i hate technology I
3: love technology. <laughs> I love technology just kidding i love technology i just
4: <laughs> hate the uses of technology
2: mm. uh cooper loves his ds but... too much I don't even... oh well i do
1: have a ds i play yeah. nintendo switch were
2: you about to say oh is that what yeah. it is yeah. i don't just know the switch, difference. No, thank is... you
1: very much yeah well actually I i've been know. playing my game boy at work i only play the most recent game systems that's not
4: true. You
3: saw us playing. He plays I know, I all know. of them. What's the, the difference?
4: Yeah. I got a
1: Super Nintendo plugged <laughs> up right now. Just,
4: he's just a fanboy. <laughs> Any games? Um, but Twelve Monkeys is also one of my favorite uh, alien yeah. films. It's I mean,
2: actually he's... not one of my
3: favorites so, Bruce
4: Willis it's is good, not, right? but yeah, Bruce Willis, Brad Pitt. Yeah. <laughs> you see that? Yeah, yeah I like it. It's just <laughs> so wacky, and I mean, it's it's uh, you know going with this this the the theory of uh insanity. Considering we just saw insane it's one of the right and
2: only fake words here. I said I said i <laughs>
4: that's what I said, I said unsane. <laughs> um play that back, playback we'll, we'll we've
2: done this before and I lose um, every time yeah. so
4: <laughs> but uh just the whole time you're watching this and you're going is Brad is Brad Pitt loony or is he actually right mm. um but uh, the story in that I thought was absolutely spectacular, and it's a really, really interesting film. And what's so cool about it is the fact that it's not your traditional Terry Gilliam because it's not really right. aesthetic.
2: It's very contained. Yeah, again.
4: yeah. It's just all very modern and grim and plot
2: driven. Yeah, it's
4: more plot and character yeah. driven mm-hmm. than it is. You know, look at all the wacky aesthetics. What's, the, what's the premise of it? Oh, it's
2: there's time a time You got to yeah. save the. You got to go one of those. You got to go back to save the world. Blah, yeah, blah. Brad Pitt
4: is sent back in order to prevent somebody from creating some sort of super virus that wipes out people and 12 monkeys is a reference to the test subjects for some some
2: i just realized that your future man totally ripped off 12 monkeys missed that good to know
0: but yeah so uh this one still no official release date yet yet it it may be at some film festivals it'll be on my 89th birthday yeah uh, <laughs> hopefully it's going to come out this year but okay, it, really? it, it keeps on getting pushed back and pushed back and then delayed and, and all that so but yeah so
2: it's a real tulip fever
0: correct <laughs>
4: <laughs> so, let's hope not yeah oh my god tulip fever. <laughs> it's
0: on netflix now
4: really yeah make sure to watch that <laughs> yeah If you want to feel yourself inching closer to death, watch, <laughs> yeah. watch to a Fever. Yeah. It makes you fully aware of your mortality. Oh, yeah. you I haven't seen watch it, though, right? this, oh. my time is being spent. How? Ugh. Have you seen it? No, I didn't. <laughs> I watched no. the
0: first ten minutes and it's oh, yeah. like it's not
2: like, I don't mean this as an insult, but I feel like you would like it maybe the, the most game. out of
0: all of us. I, no, I because mean, <laughs> I I mean I like Alicia Vikander but I watched And you like
2: Dean. Dehan, oh, I hate Dane yeah. DeHaan. Oh, okay. And you're the only hit, one who can miss. tolerate Carrie DelVan. And only in Valerian Waltz is in it, though.
0: Only in Valerian. Ooh. And Dane DeHaan, I like him a couple things. but
4: Zach Galifianakis. What That's right. Really? No, but yeah, <laughs> is... Zach Galifianakis. He's
2: serious there. now.
4: Oh, uh, okay. Yeah. No, but the
0: thing is, the first, like, I watched about ten minutes. Like, the, it's well-made. Like, it's well-acted. Well it looks good. But for some reason, there's just something All so slack. off about it and it's hard to even pin down exactly what it is but it's like who
2: directed it
4: not who sure. cares
0: so. yeah no. but it's it's they're never just feels so again. weirdly empty and off yeah and it's it's hard to pin down but it's it's not like it's deserving of the four percent it has on <laughs> brought to most but it's not definitely not great
4: so. well it's it's just such a slog there's nothing at all engrossing that will pull you in because everything just seems Flat.
2: again, I mean, even though, none of us have seen it. Yeah,
4: well, I, I saw I saw bits and pieces because we did play it at the Chelsea. God help us We played it at the Chelsea. <laughs> yeah
1: God. And insane.
4: I <laughs> saw bits and pieces and the whole thing and no matter where you go in at what point in the film There's no heightened sense of tension. Everything is just flat. Yeah, it's weird. And it's it's, it's dead. Kind of, yeah, and uh
2: some might say impressive so we will look at it well, that well it's way. so
4: weird because you've you've got this this remarkable ensemble cast right well for the most well, it's part it's okay alicia vikander christoph waltz alicia uh, whatever <laughs> i don't speak <laughs> swedish <laughs> she's swedish right yes okay correct
3: awesome. uh, <laughs> I <don't know>. maybe <laughs> Olaf, well,
4: like Christoph Waltz, and and yeah, yeah. Uh, Judy Dange, but but I mean it just uh, despite that just the the story is boring, the performances are workday kind of performances. There's you can tell they're not really invested all that much in it. Right. Anyhow, point is, it just yeah,
0: it's not great. The costumes look very good. They, they're oh yeah, like there's ever there's a lot of good stuff about it. It just it's we won't go into it, but. um but yeah, so keep keep an eye out for uh, the men who killed Don Quixote, uh, out in real world, real world too. You know, I said, did, did, did I say, real world." I don't world. know what you meant. The <laughs> <laughs> world, world, Anyways, yeah. moving on. But so the other trailer we have is the uh for the the first trailer for the first Purge, which is coming out. Um
4: and.
2: In... I don't care. <laughs> I don't like them. That's what I have to say. That's what I'm. not yeah, I, I can't saw, contain that's, myself. That's what I'm. That's
4: what I'm. Aye. I saw I this when I thought not,
0: it was. I'm not saying, oh, is everybody excited for this movie? <laughs> it's. I'm. I was brought up as a discussion piece, not, not for like, oh, five stars, everybody.
4: Um, well, I I thought it was interesting because I mean the Purge series is it's it's a little on the nose with sort of the, some of the political commentary. Yeah. I don't know about the first one, but I mean it's the Ethan Hawke. Yeah, with Ethan Hawke uh but since then it's tried to go more sort of this uh political commentary dystopian future collapse of government kind of route yeah and um this one i think is interesting because it, it looks at things it, it sort of views the purge i guess um well it touches on black lives matter yeah i think which is the interesting thing about it well i mean we or at least the impression of, uh, that i get is that it, it? It's it's it references Black Lives Matter as a movement. Yeah.
0: Well, I mean, we should say it as background. So this is a the fourth film in the trilogy of where one night a year, kind of in the not so distant future.
4: It's not a trilogy anymore if there's a fourth film.
0: <laughs> Quad quadrilogy. quadr <laughs> um, <laughs> quadrilogy, but it's a prequel to those where one all crime is legal for a, I guess a twelve hour period.
4: And, one night, yeah. and you
0: quote unquote purge you know yourself. Um, and it kind of brings uh, somehow social classes more evenly. And this is the going back to the very first one that started it. Um, but actually, I mean, it's for the most part there are there are not great films. There's very clunky mm-hmm. in terms of commentary. But this one is actually being directed by a guy who did a Sundance documentary about the dangers of uh, fraternity hazing. Well, showed it uh, the year before last. My sister actually saw it. I think it might be on netflix but mm. i actually thought it was kind of interesting with the dealing with um gun commentary mm. and this kind of social classes i thought that, i mean it, it's not going to be a great movie by any means but i think there's at least a, a pinch of of well, t- interesting commentary that feels relevant to what's going on
4: some of them some of the purge films i think have gotten some I wouldn't say critical acclaim but have gotten the
0: second one i think is the most well received
4: yeah some fairly positive reception by critics um i don't know i mean it's just even if it does address important social cultural political topics the way in which i don't know
2: i think it's It's responsible filmmaking to intertwine those kind of topics with unnecessary violence especially, yeah, in the climate, right. especially yeah. if it's a prequel right so the outcome is not great
1: right well just let me ask you this <laughs>
0: wait cooper what are your thoughts you... let
1: me riddle let me riddle, <laughs> riddle me this <laughs> the, the purge is tomorrow in the real world but what are you gonna do you have one day to do whatever you want
0: Fucking fight man fight <laughs> get Pick my fight. dog Go for it, man. Just go just fight? Or just pop in a Blu-ray. Yeah.
1: <laughs> <laughs> lock, lock my lock my doors. Yeah. Put in a Blu-ray. Yeah, I would uh yeah, still yeah. watch okay. Watch the cereal. purge during the purge. Yeah. yeah. That'd be kinda cool. I think uh and bear with me here. I think I'd still watch Lego sets. Cause they're so expensive so... <laughs> you always see the lego sets when you go out and you're like wow these are so cool but they're like 200 dollars. yeah you're
4: scary. gonna you're gonna risk being
1: dismembered so you can go steal <laughs> some LEGO. Well, I, I have a pretty big fearsome looking dog that can protect me so oh yes he's he's a whole, a whole he's a whole eight pounds yeah, yeah. don't do anything to those well i'm pretty sure hank is indestructible <laughs> yeah. So. Yeah, but, yeah but
0: but you're saying you would like let's say we're here so the walmart is about seven minutes That's away. fair. You can driving. steal
2: from Walmart because they're so terrible,
0: it's, yeah. and you it's shouldn't be seven minutes driving across yeah. a few streets. Yeah. You would, you would go, <laughs> get your dog in the backseat of your white car. In
1: your My Honda Civic.
2: <laughs> oh, yeah. My, more your brand new. More than Honda likely Civic.
0: unarmed. Oh,
4: uh, you know, maybe you a ever,
1: and eat. maybe a,
0: a fork.
2: <laughs> he definitely has a, a baseball fork. bat somewhere. He's got
1: a butter knife. What, what would
0: you what would you get?
1: What would I get, honestly? Yeah. If
0: you Legos. ooh,
1: if I could really get it. honestly Legos whatever. I would I would get Criterion Blu-ray. Right? $40 for Blu-ray. <laughs> it would be like the Criterion Closet videos. So on YouTube there's It's like you going... It's like
0: you go into Barnes and Noble, you make it there, and all of them are gone. All that's the <laughs> only like thing. There's guys, there's
4: like yeah, guys in clown masks, all stealing all the criteria, AK <laughs> forty seven on their back, and they've got giant bags of Criterion <laughs> yeah, collection like, filled.
0: I, I got around an autumn
4: afternoon. Yeah, he has, he
0: has like a clown mask, and he has like. 40, <laughs> 40 <laughs> copies of Days of Heaven. Yeah. Stop the Starbucks so like, Cafe
1: on the way. I <laughs> no. want that Rosalini War trilogy. Get your, uh, get your yeah, hands off my Terrence Malick. Uh, no. Fair enough. No, but, I'd, I'd probably just play video games for I'd go with you. If, yeah. if you were going. we are going to do it? Team, us Blu ray brothers. we, got to, we got to, just fish bump. Yeah. <laughs>
2: I'm really happy for you guys.
4: (laughs) This took a very surreal turn. (laughs) (laughs)
3: So a night of of murdering
4: (laughs) and and dismemberment and all kinds of just horrible behavior, what are you going to do? I think I'll steal some movies. Although, to be fair, (laughs) the largest Blu-ray
1: heist. To
0: be fair, this area (laughs) is full of a bunch of old people. We could yeah. probably make it there and yeah. back before all the.
1: That
2: is not true. I saw Henry. a lot of big
1: trucks at McDonald's this morning.
0: Oh, there's some. There's some.
2: Uh, yeah,
4: you stay away from Hillsborough. There and are, packing there are
2: actual Klansmen here, so maybe. Yeah,
4: not.
0: that's true. We live in the south. We let's let's let's. It, I guess I don't know if it starts at six o'clock. If it's six o'clock, we're going right then. Yeah, yeah. exactly. That's yeah. true. It's like Black Friday, but with guns. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and machetes. Yeah. 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 Go get back. Go get back. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Cool. So that one comes no, out. No, in the July
2: you're welcome already the key is to get lots of fake blood stuff look already donezo because that's not fun for anybody
1: but they're not they'll kick me on down
2: no they won't they're busy you have faith i do i like it
1: (laughs) well anyway the purge is coming out yeah that's (laughs) it. in in july um i haven't seen any of them irresponsible i've seen the first one i've seen not by
2: choice i've
0: seen all of them but i prefer krampus (laughs) <laughs> krampus hmm. interesting i I've, over the first it's one I, like I would geriatric
1: disease oh, I Got the, <laughs> oh, I got the yeah.
0: yeah so okay well cool i guess that's about all the the trailers and stuff we got for this week but i guess we can just move on to some mail so the film buds podcast at gmail.com is the address that you can reach us or on twitter and facebook we have one from on t- uh twitter today twitter. so correct so
4: the tweets yeah
0: feel free if, whether you're a new listener or you've been listening for a long time feel, Katie. Free to, <laughs> Katie, feel free to send us anything whatever you want to say commentary questions whatever we'd be happy to answer them for you so this one's from chris first one and this this is what i was saying about the japanese culture stuff in isle of dogs so chris asks while i have not even ha- i haven't had chance to see isle of dogs yet I love the art style of the movie and I really want to see it, but my big question going into it is how well do they handle a story set in Japan, but written and directed by a non Japanese team? Basically, does it feel authentic or is it relying on stereotypes to represent Japan? Also in the trailer, they have one shot of a mushroom cloud shaped explosion with the dog comically reacting, Wow.
2: That's bad. Yeah. Which is
0: which is uh why I worry there might be Yeah, they included that where there might be a problematic representation there but it looks so interesting at the same time thanks film buds stay fly (laughs) um
1: i would say i don't let this steer you away from the movie it is like kind of weird to think about that it is primarily westerners making this movie set in japan with japanese characters but i don't that it's done in a way that is offensive no
0: i really don't there's enough homage there yeah it's out of love that's
4: that's all it is it's just it's just an homage and i don't give a damn who makes an homage so long as it's done in such a way and i mean wes anderson obviously isn't taking himself seriously he's not trying to he's he doesn't take uh, the story seriously he's not trying to take an old japanese legend or myth and do some sort of weird western spin on it or anything like it's just like a purely fabricated story he just happens to use some of the old uh, aesthetics that came from sort of boyhood mm-hmm. fantastical stories that he saw like maybe astro boy or speed racer i'm or, so
2: about astro boy grew up on astro well i mean
4: the so thing that true. and the thing about the mushroom crowd is if you've ever watched any anime ever there's gonna be a mushroom cloud
0: and, and in, in west cheese, and in you know. wes Anderson movies. There's, and like in Fantastic Mr. Fox, there's that's like the true. explosions. Yeah. You know? yeah. So, um, I mean, that's, I, I think it's well handled, especially since it is a, like a kids' movie, or I mean, yeah. a, or it's animated. But, I mean, yeah. like if, if I'm, we always go back to it, but in my, with Michael Bay, I knew it. In Age of <laughs> Extinction, the fourth uh, Transformers film, there's a large section set in Tokyo. And all of it is just so. I mean, whatever little tidbits of culture they
4: is put it in there. it Tokyo? No, that's Hong Kong. Hong,
0: Hong Kong. Kong. Sorry. Yeah. yeah. Um. It just it's so like cringeworthy. Yeah. Um.
4: Uh, yeah. You want to see? You want to see horrible mm-hmm. racial stereotype representations? Go watch. Yeah. Any Michael Bay movie ever? Yeah. Um. But in this. No, movie, I don't it's, think it's, they're. It's, well,
0: it's maybe at times a little clunky. Clunky, but it's. Um, it's entertaining one way or the other.
4: I don't see that the, the there are really any racial stereotypes in the film. There are archetypes,
0: right?
1: But I don't but see it. But being they're based in real... like like the Japanese scientists. Like they're they're based in yeah, like like right. like Godzilla. Like you yeah. know like that. I, I always I felt like the scenes with the Japanese scientists were like an homage to the Godzilla films, like the early Godzilla films, which are ninety percent scientists in labs using very sixties-looking right. equipment. Yeah. Which a lot of people think the Godzilla movies are just Godzilla all time, which no. they're just not. You'll be really bored if you think yeah. that that's what's going to happen. But <laughs> like the Japanese scientists archetype, it's it's all pulled from earlier films, and and it's an homage to it. Like if anything, I think the conversation should be how much he's borrowing for other films this is okay, not how much is he borrowing from another culture. Like, yeah. I, I don't think that it's done in a way that's expensive. But one thing, and I don't know if this is getting too into the weeds, is, like we said before, Japanese characters in the movie aren't supplied with dialogue. Or, I'm sorry, subtitles, when they, when they're delivering right. dialogue. So, while I don't think that that's, like, offensive or anything like that. A like, little
2: distancing. Maybe
1: it's, it might feel like this yeah. is this is alien. But yeah. I think it's more so why it does that is because... the. You want to connect more with the dogs, like the dogs want to. Like the movie's about dogs, and you want to feel like the dogs are the central characters. And I feel like even if they were English-speaking actors, but for whatever reason we didn't understand them, he wouldn't supply well subtitles either. All the Japanese dialogue is translated too. Well,
0: a lot of it is. Well, not all of it. it. there's there's some stuff that's not. No,
4: it is degraded. Some (laughs) of it, but but, uh, just
0: in terms of the how they're doing it. Yeah, you know. So
2: well, it just made. My only thing, it was an interesting decision, I guess, to make the foreign exchange student the, like, lead of the yeah, that's, rebellion. that's that would
4: be the only thing that I sort of take issue with. Yeah, is me why, too, actually. Why does it have to be the Greta Gerwig character? Hey, now. I'm just saying. Yeah.
2: Okay.
4: <laughs> I'm just saying. Gre- oh, She's Greta going later in Redoss. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> no, but it's... um, But regardless of who voices it, why does it have to be that character who who sort of... Motivates, yes. organizes be, the resistance. Only... But I mean, it just but, but I mean the, the the main character, who's the one who's the impetus for all this uh, sort of blow up of, of, of tensions, is mm-hmm. Atari, who is who's,
2: who's like, acting actually, for lack of a better word, selfishly. Though he's not doing it for any greater reason, initially.
0: And now, um, one thing, I, one movie I thought of, I, I, she actually made. She may be American, but I think I thought she was foreign. Is the director of American Honey oh yeah so American Honey is very much you're kind of inundated with American culture right and there's both kind of satire like the kind of the classic Christian mom shy up <laughs> Christian mom who's super conservative and then but her daughter's like this super rebellious um girl but then there's also really kind of nice homages to the nice things about American culture and like yeah. in terms of the variety of people and everything. And so that's kind of in a way like this, of course that's a little bit more realistic, but
2: well she did the same thing with Fish Tank, which is a lot you know, that's a similar just assessing basically the area. Which I think she's from like Kent or something, the hmm. director. So it's a lot more closely related. Right. But, but I think that's just yeah, her style is to like still... zoom in on an area of yeah. just the world.
1: I think for people to like call out Wes Anderson for making a movie that is, takes place in Japan, it's just like Dash is opening a can of worms. Like, there's so many directors. Like, yeah. Like Vim Vendors made Paris, Texas, which is right. a movie yeah. that yeah. takes place, but no one like no one would call him out on it because as American we aren't offended by that. Right. And I just and like you said before, it's it doesn't it seems to be more. White Americans that are calling out. Uh, yeah, yeah. They're
4: superimposing out. some sort of sense of, of racial injustice or moral yeah. outrage on this when yeah. there really isn't one. But, I, mean, I think if the Japanese watched this, they'd find it silly and fun.
0: Yeah. I mean, I because mean, in terms of homage, there's the sushi preparing, sing, and he's saying, mm-hmm. man, that's so intricate in yeah. how they do that. And then you get kind of more silly I mean, stuff just which, the, the that little... happens with every.
4: The Comedy little really, touches—I yeah. mean, just the little touches—which show that Wes Anderson is 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 more aware of some of this stuff. Yeah, and he's it, also
2: clearly acknowledging like the most famous directors from. Yeah,
4: yeah. Area, so but good. I mean, just just the manner in which the the sushi is prepared, and if you watch that, there's obviously he's he's does research. He's done some research on how sushi is prepared. Yeah, yeah. and the scene <laughs> with the scene with the with the sumo wrestlers, and then they they have a, uh, a bout, and then there's a winner, and then everybody's throwing. I forget what it is they throw it's into a the place. ring afterwards, but it's like a little pamphlet or something. Oh, 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 oh
1: yeah. Um, yeah.
4: But it, it's, it just touches like yeah. that, which show that he is aware and is paying attention to their culture. And he's not trying to reproduce it in fine detail, but there are things that he's noticed, and he says, that's beautiful, let's put that in. That's really yeah, intriguing. It's, it's out of admiration. It's out of admiration. You know. He has respect for it, it's, and I don't think it's... You know, uh, the story is just sort of a whimsical, silly story. Yeah. And it has not, it's not intended to be some sort of heavy commentary or, or
1: indictment of of, yeah. s- of Japanese uh, at,
3: at, culture
4: yeah. or race
1: or anything like that. At, at no point in the movie is the culture a butt of a joke. No. At any point. No. Um, so I, I just think that this whole controversy is a little bit overblown. And yeah. I don't, it's, don't it's, let, sure. don't, let it prevent you from seeing the movie
0: for sure yeah so thanks for the question chris yeah. and the other one we have is from nathaniel so he says hey foam buds you guys are s- super cool uh thanks anyway <laughs> i was wondering what you Cooper. yeah i was wondering which trope uh trope character is usually your favorite in a movie or show mine for example is usually the overcautious sidekick thanks
2: like us Right. Over. <laughs> and so, I guess, in terms of
0: tropes, like which ones we'd usually see pop up in a variety of movies, um, or I guess archetypal characters in a way. For me, I just like ones that, you know, just make asses of themselves. Yeah. You know?
1: I was going to say, probably my favorite is the hotshot that is actually just a total, <laughs> like, loser. Like, yeah. Like, what comes to mind is uh, Jack Burton in um, uh, Big Trouble in Little China.
0: Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah.
1: Um, why am I forgetting his name? The actor jesus the main actor in big trouble in little china kurt russell kurt russell jesus yeah. i don't know but he's you know this really big macho dude comes and thinks he understands every situation <laughs> but then he just totally screws everything screws up screws everything up yeah. and it's just the laughing stock of the whole movie and is totally inept um, yeah i mean
0: it's kind of like in fantastic fantastic mr fox with george clooney's character yeah, yeah. he's so smart so ready yeah. for everything and then it's a complete yes yeah. you know
1: um, that, so I like that character type a lot, and just any character that's just neurotic. Yeah. I just love, really. Shock. Yeah. I am like the most neurotic person, so I like, uh, like Barton Fink, you know. Yeah. yeah. Oh my goodness. I love Barton Fink, and uh, and the more humorous, uh, more humorous end of things, uh, George Costanza. Yeah. You know, not a film, <laughs> but you know. Uh, yeah, yeah. Just, just the give me the neuroses. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I love it. more neurotic,
4: the better. So. Yeah.
0: Brayden, any, any ones that come to mind for you?
4: I don't know i'm trying to think i mean i just uh, i can't think of any i can't put my finger on any specific
0: i know i know. I, I like one like the matt damon's character in the informant i oh, love God. that that type of just like i can't watch he's tra- hapless com- like hapless like he's thinks he's so slick yeah and then it's just a complete or a, mess You know. or
1: a brad pitt and burn after yeah. reading yes <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah yeah he's, a great. Oh, he's such a cool such I, an enormous I tool. love that
0: movie. It flies under everyone's radar. I'm a big fan,
1: yeah. That's actually one of my favorites. It's so funny. Yeah, yeah it, is. it is really hilarious. But, Sean Malkovich is great. Yeah, the yeah. hatchet scene. Yeah. that I don't know why that movie doesn't get more attention than it does. Yeah. That's today. like
2: one of their only movies I like.
1: Yeah. Really? What
2: do you mean, that's... really? We've been over this so many times.
1: Oh, I'm offended.
2: Yeah, every time. we got
1: no country.
4: No, she hates no no country.
2: Not a fan.
1: That that end? Tommy Lee Jones? Oh man, Not I love fan. that name. Yeah. out there, <laughs> yeah.
0: the out It sounds like him and, uh, and Jason Bourne. It's like we gotta do, we gotta catch Jason. <laughs> 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 gotta, gotta gotta cut the head off this thing. Oh, uh, brutal.
1: God, I love Tommy Lee Jones. In life. Yeah, he's cool.
2: Woo. I'm usually like a main character person.
3: He is you, you, yeah, well, no main character I'm
2: answering that? the. I'm i'm answering. Oh wow, wow, I'm wow. extending. <laughs>
3: Sorry.
2: <laughs> I like I like Harry Potter. No one else does. Everyone hates him. So I like
3: we... I, I, I Harry Potter.
2: I like Harry. I'm just. I always like. <laughs> like I'm more of a Sean person than a Gus person.
0: I'm a Sean person for sure. Yeah.
4: What can and, you do? What's like, the question Sean. again? Uh, what's your favorite whatever. type
0: of trope char- or character character tropes?
4: Well. I don't know. I, w- I want to say, you know, I've always liked the 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 tough guy who's in over his head, but just sort of, sort of stoically bulls on. Uh, but I don't think that's <laughs> really it. I think it's, it's sort of the more the, the 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 sidekick who's who's who who lacks confidence and is ultimately capable. And you you were saying Harry Potter, and I was just thinking of Ron Weasley mm-hmm. who. Is sort of bumbling and doesn't know. And <laughs> love well, and then at the end of the whole series, he you actually.
2: Rupert Grint because he has a mini pig farm and an ice cream truck.
4: <laughs> Different. I wonder I if should... there's any overlap between those two things. Yeah, maybe. Um, yeah, he's the pig, <laughs> milk. Pig, yeah. pig milk. Pig milk. Pub cream. 100%, 100% pig's milk ice cream Ooh. right here.
2: I think his sales just dwindled.
4: <laughs> <laughs> he stopped it now. But um, guys who just seem like like completely incapable, but then put into the right situation or, or when faced with some insurmountable
2: adversity,
4: adversity, seemingly insurmountable adversity, they they come into their own. Right. So
0: that's fair. That's a good one. Yeah. But cool.
4: Rock so on.
0: yeah, rock on, man. <laughs> All right, well, thanks for the emails, y'all. Uh, and so I guess finally we can just do our picks of the week, which, Cooper, we right. just kind of talk about some of the stuff we've watched and okay. things we would recommend or maybe stuff we wouldn't, which I have one I would not recommend, which is not movie-related at all, but... Okay. Well, <laughs> Anything you've watched uh, recently? That you've
1: uh, most recently in theaters saw um, Death Stone And... Have you guys already talked? Have you guys talked about that? Nah, she
0: she said she saw him and talked a little bit about it. You
1: didn't before. like it.
2: I did like it. Oh, it was you just did. Just a little. Yeah.
1: Um. Yeah, that would definitely be my pick for the week. Uh, came out a little bit ago, so yeah. Um, but it's it's not as. Uh, yeah funny throughout as a lot of people expect it's not like watching an episode of veep or something like that but uh if you're a history nerd especially if you like eastern european and like <laughs> who don't so, but just, it's so i don't know it's, I, it's awesome i think that that period in time uh all very interesting yeah all throughout eastern europe a big mess um, yeah which just uh, uh for lack of a better term a clusterfuck yeah and <laughs> this film is very narrow and it's focused like it's not trying to cover everything that happens. Uh, following you know the death of Stalin. Yeah, but it's, it's like small scale. It's like three days after the I death think it would have been a
2: good play. I would have rather well, what's a play? play. Well you're welcome. There you, <laughs> there you go. Uh, there you
1: go. <laughs> but it's good. If you like history, you like comedy, you like the mix of the two. Uh, Steve Buscemi is yeah. Nikita Khrushchev is like the best. Um well it's so, a good yeah. call. Yeah.
0: Check it out. Alright well the thing I would not recommend is I just I didn't even know it, was, it had come out was uh Thirty Seconds to Mars had their new album come out. Um, And I'm not like a huge fan. There's I really like Jared Leto a lot in like his acting work (laughs) and I like some of their early stuff But more and more they becoming more electronic and Mm synthy in their music which is fine, but it's Feeling more and more Mm mainstreamy as opposed to their earlier stuff and they just had a new album come out a few days ago called America Yeah, and I I hate to be this critical, but it's pretty darn horrendous okay. like it's like every, there's i would say there's maybe one song on there that is okay everything else is just like cooper's crushed completely <laughs> like kind of bereft of of passion or inspiration it feels so like just blah
1: it's it's like i the,
4: didn't know we were doing music on here
1: now oh yeah why why could I, have, I could have said an album that i listened to why not go for it oh uh, a new album that i've been listening to a lot i think came out earlier this year uh, album called Serpent Music by this guy named Yves, Y-V-E-S, Tumor, and it's uh, it's like a blend of like soul music and industrial music, and it's got a little noise in there. So. Serpent, serpent what? Serpent Music. Very, very cool. All uh, right. So, check that yeah, one so, out.
3: And
0: Yeah, but so 30 Seconds to Mars, not, sorry guys, but... you, you missed the the, the the mark with this one, but um, maybe he's just carrying... Chloe's losing it. <laughs> I mean, she's, she's losing it.
2: I'm obsessed with that name. Is No, Eve's oh. tumor.
0: Um, and, oh, I will mention, what I finished name. Red Sparrow, the novel, and uh. it, overall it was pretty solid. The last 20% or so... Are you so, going to read the other two? I, I'm going to read something else before. Yeah. Um, but it was it was pretty solid overall, very well detailed and pretty compelling for the most part. The last 20 minutes... Or 20, 20 minutes. The last 20% or so felt... Especially since I know <laughs> how it ends, because I've seen the movie. It's a little little slow, but right. overall pretty good. And then I watched Iris last night on Netflix. Great. Mm. She's
2: my inspiration.
0: Which is the documentary about Iris. Is it
4: Apple? Yeah. I've, I want
0: to be her so I bad. I'm trying to
4: remember like, if I saw that one or not. Bad. I don't think I did, but yeah. we played that at Chelsea, and Mary yes. Mary quite liked that.
0: Yeah, but it, it's, it's a fun, entertaining movie. It's about the, the fashion designer who's very... It's about
2: the... Most fly woman ever to live. Yeah,
0: at at the time she was she was ninety, and so she's you know quite elderly at at in twenty. I guess it was twenty thirteen. Very big and bold um, types of uh, 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 clothing, and she like she'll go to thrift stores and she'll go to all these different very small scale places and buy stuff rather than just being like most and going to an auction buying this for thirty thousand dollars. She just picks picks and and chooses. Yeah, but it was, it was pretty entertaining. Nothing amazing, but she's a really kind of cool, charming lady to um, kind of watch go and find things in stores and stuff. But that's I think that's actually the only thing I've really watched mm. this past week. But that's on Netflix now, so...
1: Sorry to interject one more time. The album came out two years ago. <laughs> I just heard it now. Also, though, Netflix... Just binge watched the first season of the Queer Eye for the Straight Guy reboot. My
2: favorite show in the whole world. It's they great. both know I've talked about this so many times. It's Anthony good. is my life. I
1: love Anthony. He doesn't really do shit do. on the show, but that's he's why he's
2: so amazing.
1: Worth <sighs> watch. It, cool. it makes you feel really good. I've I've teared up a couple times. Really, they really turn these men's lives around. I need I, I need to go on that. Show I appreciate
2: you yeah. backing. No, you don't. I appreciate you <laughs> no. backing me up on this. But I think they just think I'm being me.
0: But it's really, really, really,
2: really good. Oh, I've I've
0: heard, I've, yeah, I've heard good things about it. So, yeah. well, Chloe, anything for you?
2: Well, I watched a movie called Miss Stevens a couple times because I was having a with, rough
0: week with, with old Timmy.
2: Yeah, but it, aside from that, it's really, really good.
0: Yeah.
2: Uh, Lily Rabe, the lead actress, looks a lot like Ethan Hawke, but obviously a woman, so that's weird. But other <laughs> than that, <laughs> other than that, it's super good. It's okay. like a very calm watch, very poignant, but it's not Easy like watch super out there, or whatever. And then, um, what else did I watch? Some other shows. Oh, I watched a show called Killing Eve. I watched the first episode. It's with Sandra Oh and then a bunch of British. Mm. It's a, It's an English show. Interesting. It's like a, in a, it's like one of those cat and mouse kind of shows. Mm. Yeah, yeah. Really, really good. Okay. All oh, ladies, but aside. Anyway, um, I watched something else too. I don't remember what it was. Brandon, you want to go?
0: <laughs> well, I think. Or, Brandon, you've been too busy. <laughs>
4: throw on and go yeah okay bye <laughs> uh, uh. bad jokes uh <laughs> bad jokes dad jokes do they run? yes they do big coincidence there. oh that's what i watched
2: in goes west. west i watched it with kaylee last
0: night what'd you think
2: uh it was very predictable first of all yeah i said i know what's gonna happen and then that well, happened i said i
4: know what else is gonna happen mm-hmm. i see it coming here it comes it made me it feel it a happened.
2: lot more sane <laughs>
3: cool
2: <But> i do <laughs> <laughs> 'Cause she's a nut job, so I felt a lot better about myself. Yeah. But it wasn't great. Uh, again, it's, it's it was right, very yeah. aesthetically pleasing, but it makes sense. It's about like Instagram and stuff, so it makes sense. My Instagram's not pleasing, it's called Clobo, and this is my best friend's little sister does it.
3: <laughs> so,
2: there's just a bunch of really unflattering pictures of me. Yeah, you
3: mentioned yeah. that. It's really yeah. funny
2: though, but um aesthetically it's pleasing but not great. Aubrey Plaza's not a great actress. Mm. We gotta be honest, she just plays
0: Aubrey Plaza. I like
2: her. Being shocked. Elizabeth Olsen's good, though.
0: I, I like her a lot, too.
2: Yeah. It was not great. Well, well, I would cool. not watch it again.
0: Braden, anything for you?
4: Well, since we're discussing Aubrey Plaza, <laughs> season two of Legion just started. Oh, yeah.
2: Great show.
4: It is absolutely fantastic. Yeah. I mean, it's, I can't say enough good things about this show. Everybody's it's so good. Oh, you're just a Marvel fanboy. Yeah. but I don't this know is anything so... about
2: Marvel. I barely well, know how to spell it, and I really like the show. <laughs>
4: <laughs> it's so far afield from anything else Marvel has offered. It's done by Noah Hawley, who did it who's does fargo right fargo. and he's good just show. he's and amazing
2: books are really good too but
4: i mean this is this series the aesthetics and sort of the throwback to the old sort of 60s, uh, 60s. what is what is the show i'm thinking of that it, it
2: secret agent man
4: it, it draws something. a lot of that
2: that hyper
4: um, yeah very weird geometric yeah. designs mm-hmm. and re- repetitive uh, symmetrical sort of. It's it's really. It's like
2: if the man from Uncle was interesting with some like Spider-Man stuff. Running.
4: I mean that's what it. That's what it. it there was that old spy <laughs> right, show. Comparison. What the hell was yeah. it called? Uh, Which one? Get, get smart. No, it wasn't get, get smart. smart. S- it was more sort of serious. It might have been the man kids. from Uncle. <laughs> no, it was <laughs> back that's in the sixties. Yeah. Oh, man from Uncle is serious. Antonio Rodriguez. Is it the one
3: right? where... No,
0: that's the one. Comical.
4: Um. No, but the the aesthetic is a throwback to all that kind of stuff and it's it's really, you know, intriguing, uh, beautiful, strange. Yeah, I've heard good stuff. Um but that aside, I mean it's kind of an interesting look at, you know, at Mutant Powers. And it's not like Mutant Powers, like, I'm super strong. i was it the fast. Avengers? Uh, Great
2: show. Well, that's that funny.
4: Yeah, that might have been it. I, I think love it was. Those
2: kinds of tie-ins. Yeah, the beautiful. Avengers is really good.
4: Which there was actually an Avengers Song with yeah Fiends and uh, um yeah
3: oh Bold my god them. stop correcting my name pronunciations to today world,
4: <laughs> um cool but him and uma thurman did the avengers oh that's right that's right that's right yeah back yeah. late yeah, yeah. 90s early 2000s didn't do yeah. so hot i think it was now 2000 it was. was it I think. okay um but yeah the tv show was based on had that sense so of good. aesthetic that resurfaces in legion but that aside i mean it's it's kind of fun because it's like mutant powers that nobody... Two people living in the same body. How's that a mutant power? It's not really interesting, but it, yeah, it's a mutant power. Um, Sounds like a bona fide mutant. Yeah. But, uh... It's just... It's, it's just a fun series to watch. It's so strange, and they do things like... I think... I, I'm not exactly sure what it was, but I think it was this first episode of Season 2. There was like a big psychic power... Uh, psychic power battle between David, who's the lead character um this ancient evil psychic entity known as the shadow king that had been inhabiting him for several years and classic name and uh the Jermaine clement of flight of the concords character my a, favorite person in the world yeah he uh he's awesome he plays uh oliver i forget the guy's last name Oliver, oliver <laughs> who is the new he's the new host for the shadow king after david kicks out the shadow king and they have this big psychic battle and it's rather than lights and powers and all this kind of stuff it's like modern interpretive dance
2: yeah it's dope
4: I'm dead serious and you kind of watch it you go this is strange and awkward but by by the time of it you're just going oh my god who the hell else would do something like this yeah it's so just wacky out there different
0: yeah yeah, I I do want to check that out Um, that's that's it on, on FX but yeah so I guess that does not guess Cooper's got to head out in just a few minutes, right? Yep, gotta, gotta, hit, gotta yeah. go, go hit the grind. You <laughs> the daily grind, daily grind. Those beans. <laughs> joke again.
2: Yeah, yeah. yeah.
0: There
4: you go. Jokes and jokes and jokes. But
0: yeah, so next week, I, I guess, I guess now it's been discussed more. Uh, more than likely, a quiet place. If not, we'll figure something else out because we don't really want to do rampage. There just be and also there's just be nothing to talk about with that movie, just aside from
1: <laughs> those are some oh, big characters old are, like, characters
0: are okay CG's fine blah, blah blah, That's basically I can talk
1: it. about the classic midway arcade game that it was based. On. Yeah, they
2: already have. Yeah,
1: that's yeah. also boring. Yeah, <laughs> that game, game kind of sucks.
0: Yeah,
4: you smash buildings and you grab people
1: to eat them. And yeah, you smash more some buildings. Sometimes you eat weird. toxic waste and everything. Yeah, uh, that's
2: my first plan.
1: You go to the <laughs> yeah. moon, one of them. But yeah so um
0: cooper as always thanks so much yeah or I guess as, not, always. as always, <laughs> always thanks so much for, for doing it. yeah i tell all the guests this you're really welcome back in, any week yeah wherever you want to come. it's not at all an imposition at all <laughs> 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 at all an that was a lot
2: it sounds a little yeah
1: protest well thanks for mind. having me i had fun talking, about, yeah, talking man. about movies and i'll see you at the
0: <laughs> old uh, coffee shop yeah
1: uh
0: and brayden i hope. Hope things get better
2: for you, man. <laughs> I'm sure they will. We're I confident.
4: see them only getting worse before they start getting better.
2: Yeah. Then you'll appreciate the better more. Maybe. Here's your fortune yeah, be. Yeah, maybe.
4: I and just want some sleep so that, you know, again, painkillers, Aleve, and and beer, my substitutes for mm. sleep these days.
1: So. Okay. But, uh, Pretty healthy. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah as long as you eat some cottage cheese or something? <laughs> I'll probably keep you alive. I go. I, I go. I go car, to Harris yeah. Teeter and I pick up a head of lettuce.
4: And <laughs> that, you <know>. Like rampage. <laughs> yeah. You eat the food. <laughs> I don't know.
3: <laughs> well, <laughs> I,
4: I think of that. I think more like Burger Time.
3: Oh, that's a good way. One too. Up, way
4: back then. Yeah, you just you run around. That's every day for me. You made you make burgers. Yeah. You were a little chef
1: with a top hat. I've that's only so ever there,
2: played yeah. Digger and Webber. Dig Digger? No Digger.
1: Digger. Yeah, we don't need to talk about any of this. From yeah. like the eighties. We'll say that maybe. for the next show. Yeah.
0: So, so yeah, yeah, you would
4: want to watch Lamps. Rampage just so we could talk about the Rock's training mm-hmm. regimen yeah
0: we could yeah we well we still could he's we jacked in that he's, he's jacked jack. i
1: dream that i look like that sometimes he's, he's, i know yeah you're telling
0: me man yeah he's, he's,
1: Mr. jack god
0: we won't get into it you're well, in sorry you got stuck it's okay. all right. sorry that happened hope, hope your day gets a little bit better but yeah so as always thank you so much for joining us bye